millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's a book club episode, y'all. <laughs> That's right. It's a book club. Woo, we're reading. Yeah, we're reading today. Are you reading? I don't read shit. I know that about All you. I do is I read comic books. And by read, I mean I look at the pretty pictures. Yeah. And I say, why is it woke now? Oh, okay. I'm really excited about your literacy then. All the comic books are woke now. They've always been woke. They mean to tell me that the X-Men is an allegory about minority experiences? Yes. When did that happen? Guess. Let me tell you a little story about Malcolm X. You mean Magneto? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, this is a book club episode of Promania. It's one of the special drops we like to do every once in a while where Mrs. Promania reads a book. At you. At me. <laughs> you read a book and then tell me all, you tell all of the listeners. Yeah. All about. Well, this started because I just read books and then I need to tell you the, the entire book at you. Yes. And then I said, you know who might like this? The people yes. listen to our podcasts. Before we hit the intro, mm-hmm. before we do our intro, okay. why don't you just say what the name of the book is in case the listeners want to read it first? Oh, okay. So this book is called The Hollow Places by T. Kingfisher. All right. And here we go with a new episode of Mrs. Pearlmania's Book Club. There's a place where you can stay when the world gets too insane. Yeah, when the world gets too inane, tune in to Pearl Mania. Brony talks, bony jars, and saying that Sonic race just a fitness scams and grifters. Alerts. Spoiler alerts. And remember to smile. 
I am smiling. Thank you. I know, but you keep talking over his name was Dustin. It's two episodes in a row. He had he purposely put in the remember to smile, the whip. Yeah. And to all of our listeners, his name was Dusk on Bandcamp. You can always go to the notes on all of our podcasts. You ever think I'm doing it on purpose just to make sure that you really rally cry his work? That actually, you know, fair point. Yeah. Fair point. I'm really good at marketing. Or or you just can't wait to talk I about I have a book. lot of caffeine in my system. You do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's book club day. So, uh, real quick. Yeah. It's been It's been a week. Since when? No, just like a week in general. Like, wow, what a week. Oh, my God, yeah. But you I feel know? like we've been saying that for six years now. Seven. Okay, good. He came, been... he came down the escalator seven years seven ago. Seven years ago. It's been a week. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's been a week for seven years. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so for those of you who this is the first time you're listening to the book club, mm. we do not do Patreon shout outs during no. the book club. Mm-mm. because Patreon's... We do library shout outs during the book club. Which is 100% true, which is what I was getting to. Uh, as always with the book club, we love to tell people, make sure you go check out your local library, support your local libraries, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, your library systems, all those different things. If you think you know everything about your library, you're wrong. You don't. There are so many things that your local library can give to you more than just books. Yep. They can give you comic books. Yep. And that's it. No, and and they have DVDs. You can watch a movie. Yep. Um, so you don't have to go to Netflix yep. you, or Hulu. You just go get a movie from the library for free. Yep. Or uh, if you currently don't have internet access and you need to apply for a job, you can do that at the library. Yep. I don't know how you're listening to this podcast if you don't have internet access, but... Maybe they're doing it at work. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Maybe you don't have homes. Yeah, you know, I never really thought about that. What? That that that's how people could be doing. They could be using work Wi-Fi. Yeah, it just didn't dawn on me. Yeah, um, yeah. Libraries are awesome, and it's incredibly important to support them right now. There's a few different states that are trying to defund their libraries because the libraries are refusing to ban books. Yes, and one of those states is Missouri. Oh which, God! Insanely though, they aren't going to be able to do because it's in the Missouri Constitution that mm-hmm. they have to have a library. Yeah. Because when when they were writing the Constitution of Missouri, mm-hmm. uh, beyond the fact that they were like, "Ah, oh, we're a racist compromise." Yeah. Beyond that fact, mm-hmm. they were like, "Hey, if." Uh, Part of being a government's having libraries. Yeah. It's a good thing. Uh, but yeah, any sorts of different things. Uh, also, your local librarians are typically very knowledgeable in a lot of different stuff. A lot of people ask me, hey, where do you do your research for TikToks, for this podcast, etc.? Uh, I'm going to tell you a secret. The library. I know. I go to the library and I say, I'm trying to find a piece of information. Mm-hmm. And they go, it's right over here. And I go, oh, look at that. And yeah. then I start connecting dots and I go down the line. Also, the Libby app. You yep. do love the Libby app. I love the Libby app. Yes. And I, listen, if we were to get a sponsor, let it be the Libby app. Because I preach the good word of the Libby app to mm-hmm. every person I meet. My coworkers are tired of hearing about it. My friends are like, no, we want to put cool stuff on our phones. And I'm like, it is cool stuff, guys. Trust yeah. and believe. Um, yeah, the Libby app. Um, I actually didn't get to use the Libby app for this one because the book that I chose um, was already taken out on the Libby app, so I couldn't use it. And then I tried to use the audiobook version for like, because I was commuting so much that I was like, you know what? Let me just kill two birds with one stone and listen to some of this book while I'm driving. And the Libby app, the audio version was checked out too. And I was like, God. So then I had to go to Jeff Bezos' website. Boo. I know. I agree. And I, well, the only thing you should buy from Amazon is a guillotine. 
Okay. Or the wood to build your own guillotine. Okay. Yeah. Got to make sure they don't suspect what's happening. I love how you can tell the difference in our educations right in those two sentences. Because <laughs> I was like, build it, buy a guillotine. And you're like, yeah, build a guillotine. <laughs> Get some union contractors yeah. together. Not for nothing. We're going to build this. Yeah. Uh, double pay overtime is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and if they don't <laughs> agree to the contract, put up an inflatable rat. <laughs> Yo, I and if you want to know the history of the inflatable rat, uh-huh. go to your local library. <laughs> I know the guy who drives the rat mobile for the plumbers union downtown. In Philly? He drove it to his wedding. Him and his wife drove it away like after the wedding. Was, instead it, pulling, of a limo- was it pulling the cans behind? Yeah, yeah oh, the rat mobile. Google it if you've never seen it. It is a horror. Yes. But super fun that they did that. Um, so, no, I did. I went on to the uh, Amazon website because and i looked up what's it called audible yeah because i was like i just need to listen to this book so i need to get a book done because i've been having trouble reading books because i've actually not finished a few because i didn't like them so i downloaded it and i was telling alex this i didn't realize that audiobooks i've never used it before isn't like like the all access kindle like i thought that once you put that app like on your phone like you have access to all the books yeah, because there's a monthly fee. Yeah, there's like it's like seventeen bucks or something a month or like that. And I was like, oh, so then you get all the books? No, it's like that's just the fee to get it, and then you have to pay per book. And I was like, this is wild, Bezos. So anyway, I only signed up for the free trial, got one free book, used it for that commute back and forth, and then uh, deleted the whole fucking app. That's, <laughs> that's pretty I was good. Like, you're gonna give my free book, and I'm going back to the goddamn library. So what you're telling me right now is yeah. so far our podcast has gone after BetterHelp. Yeah. Now it's going after Audible. <laughs> and I'm after sorry. this, Squarespace. Squarespace. No, I mean we do need a website. Is it a good? Does it, is it good to make a website? I listen, don't know. listen. I'm sure if we look into it, it'll be like, well, their servers are powered by like child slavery. Mm-hmm, yeah. So listen, that's where the we're going. The tears of orphans power but, it. But the reason why we don't, we aren't beholden to any, <laughs> to any sponsors. No matter how fake good they are, yep. is because of our Patreons. Um, Patreon.com slash Promania500. That's the last time I'm going to promote it on this episode, unless okay. I make a joke about it later. Hey. Probably five or six jokes about it later. <laughs> he can't be trusted. I really can't be trusted. So anyway, real quick. Yes. I want to, again, just put up a big warning, right? Okay. I am For those people that have never listened to Book Club before... I am going to spoil this book because you're going to. Describe I'm going to tell the Alex book. the entire book as as my brain riddled with ADHD and the damage that I've done to it over the years can remember it. I'm going to I'm going to tell him the whole book in my version. Yeah. So if you have been interested in reading The Hollow Places by T. Fisher, T. Kingfisher, um, maybe don't listen to this episode and come back and listen to it after you've read it. Or if you're like some of my friends and some of the listeners that have really enjoyed book club and you're like, no, I wish I could read a book, but I'm really busy and I've got, you know, a job. I've got the kids. I got, I'm cleaning the house, but this makes me feel like I'm reading a book. Stay. Listen, I am going to do a really good job. I promise I'm not going to do a good job. I just do the best I can. Yeah. Imagine if you were listening to an audiobook version of a cliff note about a book <laughs> that will Where never someone be. someone <laughs> might be remembering it wrong. Yeah. Because she was on 76 aggressively driving in traffic listening to it. Yeah. So, so with that, we're going to take our first pause. Okay. Not for commercials. No. But just for a little bit of light just music. Just taking it to you. I'm going to take a sip of my uh, root beer. Okay. And I'm going to I'm gonna just uh, do this bump real fast. Okay. Stop saying that. Do you want to say pause for 
what, what? How should I say it? All right, we're gonna work it out now because you're tired um, of me calling it a bump. Well, I mean, because I'm playing on, a bumper. It's in called the, a bumper. In the bu- 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 in the book club, we could call it like a little little shh moment. Oh wait, no, I got it. I got it. Uh, we're gonna take a quick pause as we turn the page. Pearl mania, pearl mania, pearl mania, pearl mania. Five hundred. All right, you ready? Yeah, I mean, I, where else can I go? Nowhere. I'm, You're strapped to I'm, the, the, the I'm desk. Cornered. <laughs> yeah. I'm cornered in this corner. Yeah, and you're going to... So I read this book. And as I said, uh, pre the little break we just took... The page turn. The page turn. I've been reading a few books, and I've like I've been hitting walls with them. And there was one I just didn't like, so I stopped reading it. And this book uh, caught me off guard. Now, I do want to say, this is like... A, a horror book right it's like a scary book but it there's like um it's not like oogie spooky but there is like grossness like what okay. people call like body horror so there's like like let's try to figure out what type of body so is it like saw body horror or is it like i'm being mutated and there's weird stuff like gross? yes that that one yeah okay because i don't really like so saw. it's like videodrome um do you know what video drama is no okay it's just like very like it, it made me squeamishy it's like you squeamish yeah like i was reading it, i was like ooh, squeak that's like a little gross i don't yeah. like that it's like very like body stuff like things happening to the human form that is not super cool okay so like so this is like a, a scary book not ooky spooky a little bit of body horror but not like saw because like I don't like movies like Saw. Like it, those kind of things just gross me out because it's like violence for well, it's torture. no. It's torture. Yeah, it's like torture. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't find that entertaining. You know what body horror movie I don't like? I think it was called um, was it Slither? It was one of James Gunn's early movies, I think. And oh, it's the one where there's all these weird worms, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. there's this one girl who's like bloated with worms. Oh, gross! And then she goes, "I don't feel good." And they and show her, and it, but they just show like her face, and her entire body is yeah. puffed up because she's full of these. Slugs Good. or worms. Yeah, so this book has always... is very that. Oh, great. Yeah, so it's very that. It, is that the whole book? <laughs> no, but like it's there. Oh. Okay, so this book, it's called The Hollow Places. Our, we are introduced to our main character. Her wait, name... wait, time out. What? I gotta know. Oh. Up top. Okay. Bisexual? No bisexual. But the money? That doesn't I didn't make know what sense. button to hit. Obviously, the bear, 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 bear. No, I don't know if this is a bear, 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 bear. I should have probably, I should have had, wait, actually, this is one. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, no. Yeah, because we don't know. The book ends, and yeah. then maybe she meets somebody nice. Mm, you never know. This book could change her. Yeah. And then she, her character has a different arc. Okay. So we meet our main character. Her name is Kara. And with a C or with a K? With a K. A Kara with a K. Kara with a K. And in the opening of the book, she is packing up her shit from her house because her and her husband have just gotten a divorce. Because she's bisexual. She's not bisexual. Babe, okay, listen, maybe she is, but that's not part of the story. Okay. Okay. So she's packing up her shit and you're kind of being introduced to the fact that she's going through this divorce. She's moving out. She's stressed out. Her husband left. Obviously, that's a like bummer. And, um, what happens is like, she doesn't have anywhere to go. So she is kind of in this, um, middle ground where she's like, where do I, should I go stay at a hotel? Her mom's calling her. She's like, I don't want to go stay with my mom. 
anything but stay with my mom. Yeah, I get that. I'd rather sleep on the street than stay with my mom. And I was like, yep. And so what happens is her uncle calls her. Okay. And her, her uncle, which is her mom's brother. Okay. And her uncle's like, hey, Carrot. That's his nickname for her, Carrot. Okay. He's like, hey, Carrot, why don't you come and stay with me um, and you can help me with my store? Because he owns a store. And she's like, you know what? Like, that might be the best option versus the street versus uh, sleeping in a car or my mom's house. I'll go stay with my uncle. Now, her uncle lives in their hometown, which is Hog Chapel, North Carolina. All right. That is like <laughs> on the nose. Is that a real town? Did you look it up? I didn't look it up. No. I got to actually know if that's a real town or if mm-hmm. that's just something this this author made up. Hog Chapel, North Carolina. He's Googling it right now. Let's see. Let's see. Nope. Nice. Nope. There is the pig in Chapel Hill. Nope. Now, see, here's the thing. So my family's in North Carolina. Yeah. And you know this. Mm -hmm. My mom never shuts up about it. She loves to talk about it. She loves talking about North Mm -hmm. Carolina. And uh, one of the things is that North Carolina has a lot of pigs. Mm-hmm. So much so that it's it's known as like a pigsty yeah. of a state. Like literally, not like it's dirty. It does it's just, smell. It yeah. smells. Well, depending on where you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, so the fact that they named it Hog Chapel yeah. is really just kind of like Perfect. A fuck you yeah. to the whole state. Yeah. What's his store? What, what does he do with the store in so, Hog Chapel? So thank you so much for uh, leading me into this. So his store is actually like a weird museum of oddities and trinkets. Okay, so it's like a Spencer's without the dildos. No, more like... I just really wanted to say Spencer's I know you without did. the dildos. Like, more like an antique shop filled with, like, taxidermy and weird mm, stuff. But see, that's the thing. An antique shop in North Carolina, you're going to come across, like, some of those ones. You're like, I feel like you shouldn't that be selling salt that. Pe- that salt and pepper shaker should have been thrown away, huh. is what I'm saying. Really weird how many jockeys this place has. Whoa. So, her... Uncle's Peculiar Museum is called Glory to God Museum of Natural Wonders, Curiosity, and Taxidermy. I don't like this. <laughs> is this the horror part? No. Are we already in the horror no. part? No. So the thing is, is like we, we meet the uncle and he's like really nice, actually. He's kind of like this sweet old guy who like likes aliens and UFOs and thinks that Bigfoot's real, but also is just like Jesus is totally right. Yeah. Like, so he's kind of like in this weird middle ground where he'll be like, he believes all of the things, but also believes in the Christian teachings of no, his youth. No, but the thing is, you, you just nailed it. He believes yeah. all of the things. He believes all of the things. It just doesn't matter. And yeah. listen, I've been to a small town, North Carolina. Yeah. All right. I know this man. I'm probably related to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He probably doesn't come from the Woodard side of my family. He probably comes from the Pope side. Um, <laughs> Doesn't get along with the Davises. Should you be giving out this much back information? Oh, I don't give a shit. Now, who's going to go to Conway, North Carolina to find my family? Please don't. You don't want to go. You don't want to get lost there. It is not good. No, it's impossible to get lost in Conway, North Carolina. There's one stoplight. <laughs> and people from all around sit there on Sunday and watch people stop at the stoplight. All right? Not a lot to do, huh? Well, there used to be businesses, but then they opened a Walmart 45 miles mm. away, and everybody drives there to save money instead of supporting something local, like their fucking library. Wow. They do meth there? Uh, meth not, is pretty cool far, when you don't got any job. Not as far as I know. All right. Okay, so we it's this really cool, quirky taxidermy museum. When she was growing up, like she loved hanging out at her uncle's place because it was full of like weird stuff, and yep. so she has all these great memories. She really loves her uncle doesn't like her mom it's like a whole thing 
And so as she's staying there, she's like, I'm good. She's going to help him run the museum because he has like bad knees. So he's like in pain mm-hmm. and he's kind of like hobbling around. Because he prays so much. And Okay. So she's trying to like, she's like, I'm just going to like, I'll work the museum for you. And that way you can go sit down. And like, you know, it's kind of like a nice thing that's working out in his favor that she's staying there. Yeah. And one of the things she decides while she's staying there is she wants to help him catalog all of his bizarre objects. Okay. So like he just like buys things willy nilly. Also like people just mail him things because like everybody loves him. He's just a lovable guy. So like all the kookiest guys from around the world and gals will just mail him like a box of pig skulls and like or like um, a box of taxidermied frogs wearing little hats. Okay. Okay. So like he just gets this stuff and she's like, we really got to keep track of this. You're running a store and he's like, you need an inventory. Yeah. And he's like, ah, don't worry about it. Everything's been fine this far. She's like, okay. But she's like, how do you pay your taxes? He's like, your taxes, (laughs) my liberties, (laughs) get away from my liberties. I got frogs with tiny hats on. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like she's like, no, you know, your knees are bad and you're getting older. Go have a sit. And he's like, now I can listen to my stories. And he just goes into a back room where you just hear Alex Jones. (laughs) Oh, I wish we had that cut oh, of yeah. him laughing. Yeah. It's my favorite sound. That's, that's not, not what I want to hear right now. That's not what I want to hear right now. Um, so the other thing is that like, ne- okay, so the town, this Hog Chapel, North Carolina is like kind of like a touristy little town. Like it's like, you know, one of those like little main streets where there's like the little boutiques with the smelly candles and the coffee shop and then the silly museum. Like, it's just kind of like a place where tourists come to. And um, the place next door is a coffee shop. Now, the uncle owns that building as well. And above the coffee shop is like a little apartment. Wait a second. What? You made this man sound like a nice little old kooky. Mm-hmm. But he's a fucking landlord? Okay. We're not going to start off hating on landlords he does let the guy that works at the coffee shop live in the apartment above the coffee shop lets him live he has to rent the coffee shop he's probably giving the guy can't afford another place to live because crazy old uncle frog hat over here is sitting around uh blasting alex jones Okay, we're really painting a picture of him that was not painted in the book. I'm painting it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> he lives in Hog Chapel, all right? <laughs> Nothing good ever happened in Hog Chapel, well, North Carolina. That is correct based on this book. So in the coffee shop next door is this barista, and barista's name is Simon, and Kara and Simon quickly become friends. Like okay. she goes to the coffee shop, and she's getting her coffee and she's hanging out there because the coffee shop has Wi-Fi and her uncle's museum doesn't. So she's there all the time. And Simon, this this one's for you, babe, is fully, fully homosexual. Okay? What are you doing? Ah, uh, it's not working. I thought you were going to give me a, oh. an excitement on a, that there that wasn't work? a bisexual because your whole thing was everybody has to choose sides. Well, I'm sorry. I was trying to play this stupid little thing, and I was getting ready for it. Uh-huh. And it, it's not that everybody has to choose sides. It's that, that the, the main character being a bisexual woman is a trope at this point <laughs> in almost all, all okay. fiction. Well, now we have a gay best friend. Okay, well, here we go then. And his name is Simon. <laughs> That's not the sound I want to hear. <laughs> 
favorite. Wow! Yeah, that's what I was trying to set up, but I hit the button wrong. Because oh. I just wanted to get the whole... <laughs> that's not the sound I want to hear. It's just it's just such a ridiculous clip, but now I have to... I had to play it on my phone, yeah. which I had to plug in, yeah. and then I had to hit the wrong buttons. Oh, okay. Okay, so Simon is gay in, in, in a hog chapel... <laughs> North Carolina. Uh-huh. I have a feeling like it's not going to go well for him. <laughs> okay. So they become quick friends. Okay. And her her uncle, like because of his knees, his knees being bad, he does like really just kind of take a break and she's really handling the store. And you see their her relationship build with Simon as friends and you know they're where's she originally from? Not originally, I know that originally they're from Hog Chapel. Mm-hmm. When she was with her husband, do they explain oh. like where they live? Was she like in the big city? I and- think she was like in the big city. Okay, so so this is a dark Hallmark story. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's really how you should have been selling this. Well, I didn't... This is a dark Hallmark story, okay, right? Okay, so she's her going marriage, to her hometown. Her marriage ended because uh-huh. she was too focused on her job, uh-huh. which she lost. Yeah, No, she's a, she works from home. She's a graphic designer, so she just works wherever. Okay, so she, she she's an independent contractor mm-hmm. who was so obsessed with her job, it cost her her good Christian marriage. Okay. So now she's moved to a small town mm-hmm. where she's there to learn about love, Okay. And the story of Christmas. Okay. And exactly what's making the freaking frogs gay. I don't want to become an Alex Jones podcast or a Hallmark movie podcast. Okay, but this is what it's feeling like. It's a dark one. Because now she has a gay friend, Mm -hmm. and the gay friend's going to be like, no, there's more to life than just graphic design. Is that I, how, I, I wish I could keep that recording of you saying that so we could play it at the end and see if that's how this book goes. I mean, you already <laughs> said there's going to be body horror. So, <laughs> like, I have a warning on that much. Um, but let me live Let me live a bit. Uh, go ahead. I want you to be happy and excited. Yeah, I have to be because you're about to crush me <laughs> in Hog Chapel, North Carolina. Where things all Not dreams a real go place. to dr- die. Um, Is there a sinister lake? I'm not answering that right now. So... Oh, because of the pig lakes, those yeah. things? Yeah. Gross. Um, okay, so she's doing the inventory again because like, this is her main focus. She wants to get the inventory of this museum done, and there's still th- random stuff showing up. And so she does get like these like orders, not orders, but like just deliveries of weird things. And one of the packages she gets is like filled with like skulls and like this little carving um, that's as big as like your finger of like a little otter. Somebody carved it. But she was like, it's kind of creepy because the, it looks like an otter floating on the water, like tummy up. But on the back of his head, there's like a skull. Okay. So it's like a little death otter, right? Okay. And there was like a little book in there and like just like all kinds of random stuff like that in this one box. So she's like, I don't even know how to categorize this. What even is this stuff? So she kind of just like writes, you know, what number 122 otter carving. Um, and you know what I would have written? What? Lunatic junk. <laughs> <laughs> I think she calls it, actually, she calls it corpse otter. Corpse otter? The corpse otter. Okay. And I was just like, I don't know about that. Name. No, but I would just be labeling the entire box just <laughs> lunatic junk. <laughs> Shove it over there. <laughs> The whole museum is lunatic junk yeah. by the description. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, her meanwhile her uncle's in the back. He's like, you should see the stuff I'm seeing on Discord right now. <laughs> oh, no. The government's been lying to us about the Ukraine war. My um, buddies who play Minecraft teaching me all about it. Oh, no. Why does book club go so crazy sometimes? Because. <laughs> so, I... Okay, so then, like, the book, she... 
goes upstairs, right? She's like, okay, so the museum has like two floors. Okay. Okay. It's like, I picture- Like a house. Like a house. Not all houses have two floors. Some people live in ranches. I know, especially in North Carolina, a lot of them are. (laughs) I'm picturing it like, almost like one of those like old timey main streets. Yes. And it's like one of those, which are typically two floors. Exactly. That is exactly how I pictured it too. Okay. Okay. So she goes up to the second floor and she realizes that she sees like- a bunch of stuff had been knocked off of one of like the display things. Okay. And there's a hole in the wall. And mm-hmm. she's like, fuck. Like my uncle left me in charge of this place while he's going to the hospital to get better. And or he's getting like a knee surgery. And um now there's a fucking some tourist bumped something, knocked a hole in the wall, broke some shit, no doubt. And so she's like, fuck, right? Like, I gotta fix this. So she goes to look, she's like cleaning it up, and of course there's like like frogs and skulls and the little carving like they're all knocked off of the thing and she looks through the hole and realizes that like there's like light coming out of the hole okay like but where the building touches like there wouldn't be a light source like it's okay against the coffee shop side so like what is this gotcha. light coming out so right? she found a, a grow room oh. where people grow weed Okay, that's right. that's my that's my theory. Yeah, that's your theory. That's my theory is that that there is a room, a secret room, mm-hmm. where her uncle grows weed. Yeah, you know what? That would make a lot of sense. Yeah, and then all he does is he just gets boxes from around the world. Yeah. He just smokes weed mm-hmm. in his museum. That Looks no at one... his silly stuffed yeah. turtles. Yeah, and he's just like <laughs> these frogs got hats on. Them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he put little sombreros on them. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. She looks in the hole because there's light coming out Mm -hmm. and she sees that it's like kind of a hallway. Okay. And she's like, how the fuck could there be a hallway here? This doesn't make sense. Like in the layout. Yeah. So she goes and gets her friend Simon. Okay. And she's like, Simon, you need to come look at this with me. This is crazy. And so Simon goes upstairs with her and they look at it and he kind of like pulls away. um, What's it called? Particle board. Right, okay. like the like whatever the cheap wall shit. Yeah, drywall. Drywall. So like he starts like pulling at the drywall, and they it crumbles really easily, and they realize that like it's a hallway. Okay. And they're like, "The fuck is going on?" So they kind of like ju- they're like, "I guess we'll just fix. We have to fix it anyway. We have to patch this anyway before your uncle gets back." Yeah. Let's just go look, right? Uh-huh. Because we live in Hog Chapel and there's nothing to do. That's very true. Can I tell you something? Yeah, so my, my cousin who lives in Conway, North Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, when I was like 17, we were hanging out. And I was like, what's it fun to do around here? And she was like, get my Mustang. So we got our Mustang convertible. Mm-hmm. And she drove me out to a field. Mm-hmm. And in this field, there were a bunch of abandoned like like kitchen sinks, refrigerators, toilets. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, and there's like a log. So like I sat down. I'm like... <sighs> This is it? And she was like, no. And then she pulled out a shotgun uh-huh. and just started blasting. Shooting the toilets? Yeah, just like exploding toilets, shooting at the refrigerators, all this different stuff. Mm. And I just remember just like sitting there. I was like, huh. Okay. You guys need a museum. Yeah, a library would be useful. Yeah. Something to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm just yeah. saying like, is that, it's either that or ride four wheelers. I, uh, I do love riding a four wheeler though. Or, uh, or uh. jump on a trampoline with no net. Okay. I'm not doing that. That's, I got bad ankles. That's how I lost a cousin. Uh, <laughs> wait. Okay. I don't have time for a diversion of that nature, but I do want to hear how you lose a cousin to a trampoline. I'm going to give you a hint. Yeah. It involves a trampoline. Okay. So, 
they go back and they're like, we got to look in here. This is great. So they pull down the, the particle board or whatever the wall's made out of. Yeah. And they go through and they're walking through and it's like a really long corridor. Uh-huh. And they're walking and walking and it keeps going. There's like a right turn. And the whole time they're like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, it's, it's like the inside of the TARDIS almost, yeah, right? Or like the exactly. Matrix. Very TARDIS-y. Yeah, like, yeah. they're like, this, there's no way this exists. Like, we would be in the coffee shop. Yeah, like the dimensions don't. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So they're like, this is wild. But they realize that, like, they both kind of get nervous at a certain point, And they're like, let's just turn back. We should come back. Oh, I know what it is. I'm sorry. They, when they're walking, they come up to, like, a door. Uh-huh. And they're like, should we open the door? And then they're like, well, maybe, you know what? Let's come back with like flashlights and stuff because like, let's be prepared. So they like go, they leave, they leave the hallway and they're like, we're going to go find, we're going to pack bags and then we're going to come back in here and figure this out. Cause again, what else are we doing? I mean, okay. kind of, the characters kind of say that like, what else are we doing? We're doing, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's fucking go in there, whatever. Yeah. So. They go pack up the supplies. Oh, also, I forgot to mention this. When she moved with her uncle, she brought her cat. Her cat's name is Bo. And so when she, um, when they're like packing their backpacks full of stuff, um, they put the cat in the bathroom because they're like, they don't want the cat to go in the hole. Because anybody that has a cat knows. Yep. Cat the second there's a go. hole, that cat's going in it. Yep. It's going to get stuck in that fucking vent. Okay. Yep. And then you got to make another hole to get the Is cat. Is it going to big, bigger hole? Which you gotta, is how you lose the second you cat. You got to put a cat in there to get the other cat out. Yep. And then you got to put a dog in the hole. Yep. It's a whole thing. Yep. So they pack their bags, put the cat in the, the bathroom, and they go back in, right? So they walk down the weird corridor, and they come to the big door. What type of bags are we talking about? I'm sorry. Just like because- little backpacks. Okay. I mean, it's just, it's just weird because they, they're like in a hallway and you're like, oh, let me go build, like I'm going to go for a hike. Yeah. They kind of, it's like, they literally just were like flashlights and protein bars. Like it, and that was it. They okay. really didn't plan well. Okay. So it's a little bag. Okay, yeah. I yeah. You. They were not I'm picturing like they went for like full, like, oh, I'm in Asheville, North Carolina. I'm going to hike up a mountain to do mushrooms. No, 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 no. This is okay. a flashlight and two protein bars, maybe. Like okay. not a lot of thought. Um, no water? No, no water. That's going to be important later, right? Well. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like. It could be. It could You come did up. warn me there's going to be body horror. I, I don't know why you keep bringing it up. Somebody's drinking pee. <laughs> that's how I so, feel. I, get, I don't know if that's a spoiler. I haven't read this book. I do yeah. want to remind everybody. <laughs> Alex doesn't read books. I don't read books. He can't. If it doesn't have a picture. Yeah. No, he, there's no time to read books when you're making TikToks. Okay, guys? It's not true. A lot of times I'm reading so much depressing news that I don't want to look at words anymore. I need to see people in spandex punch each other. I mean, last night I was reading a comic book about Socrates. Okay. Yeah. What was I reading last night? Oh, I was sleeping. I was tired. You were dead. I died. Um, Okay. So. They're in the hallway with their backpacks. They're in the hallway with their backpacks and they get to the big door. All right. Because they went through the glory hole. Okay. And then they open the big door and it's she like. She found a glory hole in a wall. It's just dawning on me and right now. She found a hole in the wall. And she was like, I got to get the gay man. <laughs> and he was like, let's go. We'll just get our backpack. Yeah, it's a whole glory oh, hole. Like, and I think he like, it, it's described that he does dress very flamboyantly. Like yeah. he's wearing like pants, but he also has fishnets on under them. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not shocked. Saying. I'm not shocked. All right. Because this author with their stereotypes about Hog Chapel, North Carolina. Okay. Of course, they're going to have a flamboyant gay man. Alex. Yes. Okay. So. T. Kingfisher, if that is your real name. 
I mean, it might be a what are they? That might be a pen name. Yeah, pen name. Okay, so uh, they open the door. It's like dark inside, so they don't use their flashlights, right? And when they walk into this thing, it's like a bunker, right? It's like 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 uh, concrete walls, steel floor, like a bunker, like you'd have in your basement because the end of the world is coming because you're (gasps) Alex Jones. Okay, and they walk in and they see like a, a cot in the room, like a military cot. Okay. And they walk over to it and they realize that on the cot is a partially decomposed dead human body. Okay. Under a blanket, just dead asleep, dead for a long time. Yeah. Right. And they immediately kind of well, freak out. He's not asleep. Out. He's dead. Well, it looks like he was sleeping. Like he's in he, sleeping okay. position. He was, he was sleeping he was when sleeping, he died. He was sleeping and then he died. Okay. Okay. And so they immediately are like, the fuck is this? Yeah. Is this a crime scene? What's yes. going on? Yes. And then they're like, well, we don't we don't want to call the cops. Well, he Simon's like, I don't want to call the cops. And she's like, why don't you want to call the cops? Oh, right. Backstory. I forgot. Simon's from Florida. Okay. And so a lot of times Simon. No, enough said. Okay. And one of the things is that he's like, I got a record. <laughs> so he's okay. like, and apparently he's like on the run. And so he's like, we can't call the cops about this dead body because I, I have warrants out. What's this we shit? All right. Simon leave. She calls the cops. Um, okay. You, that theoretically, sure. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, there's no theoretical. I just don't, it. I just personally just like, don't be calling cops. No, I know, but you found a body. It's been dead. No, I get that. I get that it's been <laughs> dead, but there's a hole into an interdimensional hallway mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in this fucking building. And you're going to invite cops in? I'm going to let the fucking cops go in there and then you close the hole. <laughs> so they, um, they get freaked out. They have a discussion about why they can't call the police because of his background. Okay. And some mistakes he made in his past as a younger man. Okay. And um, what they realize is when they're f- do- looking around with their flashlights is that there's another door on the other side of this. Okay. A bigger door with bigger locks and like just like a, a really big steel door. And it's locked from the inside where they are. So it's like locking. Yeah. It would be other way. So like all the knobs are on the inside. And they're just like. What? Let's check it out. Like what? Let's you see. open the first door and you find a dead body. Mm-hmm, keep going. Okay. No, that's okay. fine. Yeah. Keep whatever. Going. Love this book. So they love this book. In. Love this they, book. They they get it open. Okay. And immediately their flashlights are useless because of bright bright light, right? Bright light. Okay. And the Kara's character immediately is like, "Where is the light coming from?" Like. Who's paying the electric bill in this situation? Like, what is that light? Yeah. And after their eyes kind of like settle into like from the extreme darkness to this brightness, they realize that stay in front of them is stairs that go right up. And they're like, and there's like the, there's a sky above them kind of. And they're like, the fuck is happening? Because it's nighttime when they went in. Yeah. So they're like daylight. They see a blue sky and there's a staircase. And they're like, what the fuck is this? Is this Narnia? Guess what? What? This book does reference Narnia quite a few times. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> they bring up the fact that, that I'll tell you later. So they walk up the stairs because okay. they're like, well, what's that? Yeah. And so they, they make it to the top of the stairs and they look out and they realize that at the top of the stairs, they, they come out of like another doorway almost. And so there's like a steel door at the top of the staircase that doesn't like really have a back from their view. And they walk out and there's like a grassy kind of knoll. 
and then when they look around they're on like a little island like that would be on in like a, a, a river like a little island okay right and so on their island is grass and the doorway to a bunker because it's got like that very steel bunker look yeah 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 and then across the water because there's running water all around them because it's like a river a river of running water are other islands and on each other island is another bunker door and then some of the islands have like trees and you can see like birds and stuff but there's just like a bunch of islands so they like, all have doors. It's, so it's like your assumption is that these are all portals to somewhere yeah. else, kind of. Okay. To other bunkers. Okay. Okay, so they're like... Well, Do all <laughs> the bunkers look similar? Yes. All the doors look extremely similar. Okay. Um, like the military built them. <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah. So they immediately are like... The vibes are hella weird. Yeah, no shit. The vibes you are hella through- weird. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. No, no, duh. Okay. All right. Again, walk past the dead body, found big door. That's fine. Okay. So they're looking around. I'm just going to say, at one point, I would have called the uncle and been like, did you know about the hallway? <laughs> um, just, hey. Hey. Uh, I know you're kind of groggy from knee surgery. I know that they've got you on a buttload of drugs. Yeah. But, uh, Which I is feel when like... you will tell the most truth. Yeah, that's true. Could have got You're going to be the most honest. Because um, you just had knee surgery. You're not going to be thinking. And if you don't tell me the truth, I squeeze. Whoa. That's, that's the body hard. up. That's the body hard, that's right? The, it's just squeezing knees. You're right. Um, so they're looking around. And it's actually kind of like pretty. Because there's like a lot of... Uh, beautiful willow trees everywhere. Okay. And so there's big, beautiful willow trees and like they're surrounded by like babbling water. BBWs? And they're, like, okay. Big, beautiful willows? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, well, let's just go look at the other island. There's like, because they... They could just, like, walk through the water. Absolutely not. I hate these people. This is why I don't like horror. Because you just <laughs> have to keep doing stupid shit the whole time. You had me at dead body. Mm-hmm. Done. We're mm-hmm. waiting. We're getting back up. Yeah. Then they open the door. Oh, look, there's a stairwell. It looks like it's daylight out there. Isn't it midnight? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't. Okay. So You they, walk out. So they hey, roll look, up their clear. pants and oh. they walk across the water ah! to another door that looks just like their door, except with there's like trees around. And they go into it and it doesn't go down like theirs did. It's just kind of like a flat surface area and there's like crunchy leaves in there, but it's not the same as theirs where there was a staircase. So they're like, well, that's weird. And so they, Oh, that's the part that's, that's weird? weird. And so they leave there. They, they come out of there and they're, they're like kind of trying to assess what they're going to do. Uh, where are they just going to go back to their bunker? Are they going to keep exploring what's going on? And it starts raining. Okay. Raining downpour. So they run to the, one of the islands that's like kind of catty corner to where they are has a lot of willow trees. So like, let's just run into the trees to hide, like under the rain because it's so much rain. So or just go back to your fucking bunker. Okay. So they run to the trees to oh get away God. from the rain. Fucking idiots. I hate these people. When they get out. From- no wonder he has warrants. And he's just so dumb and she's just a follower okay so they get under the trees and when they're under there they find there's a school bus like an old school bus like you ever like when the car's just been left in somebody's yard yeah, for yeah, a decade like old, yeah, yeah. So, oh like my cousin's house in yeah, north, in north <laughs> carolina they legit it behind their the, behind their first one floor rancher uh-huh they had they had a above ground pool okay they had the killer trampoline yeah they had a garage full of old cars 
And behind that, in the pine trees, mm-hmm. there was just like an old yellow school bus. Well, guess what? Yeah. Sames. Except for this one is maroon. It's not yellow. Okay. But... So they're like, oh, let's just go in. The door's open. To Maroon, the because it's probably from used by the Alabama football team, Roll Tide. Okay. And <laughs> they get on the bus. And, um, oh, wait, I forgot something. There is a, hold on. Before, <laughs> before your quick aside, I want to just uh, do a quick, a quick PSA to our listeners. Yeah. Never get inside of an abandoned school bus you find in the woods. <laughs> okay. Much less in a Narnia portal. Okay. All right? Yeah. Let me tell you. All right? It's not a place for shelter or safety. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You have to at least observe this school bus for 48 hours before you can convince yourself that, number one, there aren't snakes. Oh, snakes. I was just thinking like. But number two, it's someone else's home. Yeah, someone lives there. Yeah. And they they got so bored they did meth. So you should not go in there. Yeah, Narnia meth. Whoa, that's wild. Okay, wait. So this is the aside I they forgot. They call it Turkish Delight there. Uh, oh, my God. I'm uh, on fire this episode. Oh my I God. don't care. Oh, my God. Okay, so this is the aside I forgot. When we meet Simon, the friend, um, he, he's he got one eye that's, like, bad. So okay. he's got a bad eye. And he jokes about how he was, uh, when his mom was pregnant, there was twins, and that, like, he ate his sister. You know that whole thing that happens with twins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... His bad eye is a different color than his other eye, and it, like, doesn't work as well. He doesn't have depth perception, but he sees, like, his, like, his fractional light is different in that eye. So, like, he sees things a little differently. Okay. And so he always jokes that that's his sister's eye. That, like, because, like, he's like, when she didn't make it out of the womb, I just took her eye, and that's why it's so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. He sounds great. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Um, so... They get on run on the school bus. We stand Simon. Yeah, we're a Simon household for sure. Yeah. Um, they get on the school bus and uh Carrot is gonna go run to like sit in the like seats where like kids sit, right? Like okay. it's like all the seats face forward. Time out. Real go quick. ahead. Uh can you stop calling her Carrot? Kara? Yeah, call her Kara because in the Discworld novels there is a character named Carrot. Uh-huh. And uh he is not as stupid as these people. Okay. He's an amazing character. Okay. And I love Terry Pratchett mm-hmm. and I love Discworld. I do like Terry Pratchett. Okay. Yeah. All right. So out of respect for, for Terry Pratchett, out I of guess. respect for Carrot from those. Okay. You know, let's. But let's... I want to disrespect Jessica from Dune because that's a dumb name. All right. Let's go back to Kara. <laughs> so um, they go to sit down. She goes, she gets on first and she's going to sit down the kid seat. And he grabs, Simon grabs her shoulder and says, don't do it. And she's like, what? And he's like, just don't sit on them. I don't know why. And so immediately she's like really like, oh, okay. And so they kind of lean up against the front windshield. So like they're facing where the the, the seats would, the seats are facing them. Their backs are to the windshield and like the driver's side would be the, to the right of Kara. Okay. That's where they are. Yeah. And so they're, they're just standing there waiting for the rain to pass, kind of collecting their thoughts. I think at this point they're like eating a protein bar and being like, we've run out of food and we don't have water. Like yeah. immediately. They both bought two protein bars <laughs> and they're like, this is tragic. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never survive a Coachella. So, or the fire festival. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I was ready to there. suck dick for water. <laughs> I'll never forget that. You moment. never should. It was a moment in our the generation. The fact that man looked at documentary crew dead in the eye. Just imagine that, like, 
if like little kids one day like they're gonna watch that like it's an old timey show yeah. and be like what the hell is going on yeah um okay wait we have to focus focus so is the bus a mimic listen to me you let me get my adhd thoughts out of my brain okay okay so they're staying there they're eating their bars they're talking about how they don't need water and all of a sudden the seats like the where the kids would sit the seats start moving like kind of like fluidly moving and Kara's looking at them and she's again we're Kara's the narrator so we're really hearing it from her perspective and she's like looking at them and it looks like something is pushing at the seats like under the leather and as her eyes are like focusing on it she realizes it's children coming through the seats they're trapped in the leather and their full bodies are forming and pressing against and trying to claw out, but they can't. Uh, oh, like those Halloween things where they, it's exactly. like the ghost trying to push through exactly. the Exactly, like if you stood behind a curtain and then yeah, pressed yeah, yeah. your body against it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, but the... Or the, like Danny DeVito coming out of the leather couch. Exactly, Danny DeVito coming out of the couch, but these in, in kids are sunny. not coming out of it. Okay. They're trapped behind the leather and they're clearly screaming and in pain. <laughs> Sorry, the, the line, they're trapped behind the leather. <laughs> it's just very... And so she is like completely horrified. Yeah. She looks over to Simon in a quick glance and he's completely horrified. Yeah. And then she suddenly like feels kind of like to the right of her. She like, you know, when you can sense there's someone near you, she senses someone's near her in the driver's seat of the bus, like Uh the school bus driver. And so once she like feels the sensation of someone there, she kind of pushes Simon and she's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So they both run off the bus. They're scrambling. And after they get outside and they're like, you know, breathing heavy and being like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. He does say to her that like he saw the bus driver because like his eye, like he saw the refract, like the light was different. So like he could see a form of the bus driver and he was like trying to describe it to her. And he was like, it was weird. It was like she was four dimensional and kind of like going in and out of pixelation. Okay. And he's like, but I could see the form of a person there. And she's like, I didn't see her, but I felt her. And that, and like, so they're just kind of like going over what they just witnessed. Um, so they decide they're going to go home. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so they're like, we're going to go we're home. We're going to do the thing we should have always done. <laughs> so they get off the bus and yeah. they're going to head back to their little island. Yeah. And when they go to leave the island. Imagine imagine it's raining and the, and the safest place you thought to be was on a bus. A school bus. You fuckers have never been in a city. <laughs> oh, it's raining. How, where should uh, we go? Get on public transportation. So morons. <laughs> it's not a septa bus. So they are going back to their what island. What if the right? children stuck in the seats were like, your shoes are ugly. I would have been like, oh, oh they, they hit him with the what are those? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just I got hit with a what are those decade ago yeah. by a bunch of kids. On, I was on the L. Yeah. And I probably just had, I did have like dirty uh, doc, uh, chucks on. Mm-hmm. And these teens are like, what are those? And I was like, I got a job. Okay. And I got no money. All right. Leave me alone. <laughs> like I was so like not in the mood. Yeah. Um, anyway. So they're, they cut, they were like, okay, we're going to go back to the other island with our bunker. And they cross over. Cause again, they've only really gone like to three islands at this point. And they're like kind of in a triangle shape. So they cross back through the water to go to the island, which is where their door was. And then they go through the door and it's not, it's not the staircase. It's not their door. And they're like, the fuck? So they turn around and they're like, wait, did we get moved around? 
And so they look at the other island and they're like, wait a minute. Like, okay, we crossed, they crossed over and they check that door. It's not that door either. And they're like, where the, wait, okay, where, where were we? And then they look back and they're like, well, it could maybe be that island, but that wouldn't really make sense because that island has a bunch of trees on it and our island didn't have any trees on it. So they go check. It's not this one. The door's locked. They can't even open it. So now they're like, the fuck are we going to do? Like, where the fuck is our door? Yeah. Like, this is insane. So are the islands, like, moving around? Why, why, I can't give this away already. Okay. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> I'm smarter than Carrot. <laughs> you said we're not calling her that. I, I can. <laughs> um, they start hearing a really loud buzzing noise. Like, the sound of electricity in the air. You know that sound? Yep. Okay. So they start hearing that, and they start to kind of get a little frantic because it's really loud, and they don't understand it. A bus it. tried to eat them. Okay, the bus didn't try to eat them, okay? It was just weird kids inside of seats. Yeah, okay. Um, so they run, they run to another door because, again, the door they're at right now is locked. They cross over to another little island, run through the water, and this door they go into uh, does have stairs, but it's not the ones they came up. And they go down, and it's a bunker, just a regular bunker, and there's little cots down there. But this one's very clearly, like, military has been there like this isn't the bunkers where they came in where there's just like some got dead guy with like a a little blanket like this is like a military bunker they're all lined up evenly there's little you know um the sacks they put at the edge of the bed with all their stuff in them and the trunks and all that stuff so they're like first they get scared well simon gets scared because he's like what the fuck military's here we're gonna get shot and he's like like but they they walk in and they're walking through kind of the, the stair, stairwell hallway towards the bunker because they can see this ahead of them, right? And then they see that there's uh, on the walls is like painted graffiti. And the painted graffiti on the one side of the wall says, pray they are hungry. And the other side of the wall says, they can hear you think. And they're like, oh, that's weird. I don't like that. But so they kind of... Uh, when you say pray, is it P-R-A-Y? Yeah. Pray. Okay. Pray they are hungry. I was just making sure it wasn't one of those weird ones where it's P-R-E-Y. No, pray they are hungry. Okay. And so they get in there and they, they're like, okay, we need to calm down our uh, adrenal glands and take a little sleep because there's nowhere we can go right now because it's dark and there's loud huzz. It had gotten dark and loud buzzing and they're terrified because of the bus. So they're like, I guess this is where the fuck we are right now because we can't find our door how to go home. So... In the, like, um, things, the trunks that the military beds have next to them, they start going through them to see if there's any food, which they do find some MREs. It's nice, like a little okay. uh, freeze-dried yeah. raviolis or some shit. And they also find a Bible. Okay. And, oh, all of the, like, stuff that was in there, like, like the MREs, like, they say, like, property of the UNA military. And then, like, the Bible is in English, but, like, it's it the it doesn't say like um you know paul or whoever it has all different names and they're like this is really weird like who wrote a bible with like all new chapters and yeah. new names that's so strange and what's the una like that's weird so they're just like you know they take the bible and they put it in their bag because they're like this is crazy i want to read this like this is wild that this is not our bible but it's a bible that looks just like a bible from here um they try to sleep obviously it's probably really scary and they don't want to sleep but they do get a little bit of sleep and then they wake up and they're like 
do you think it's morning? Like, do you think we can try again to find our door? Um, so they go up the stairs and they open the door because they had closed it for safety, obviously. And it's really bright, but it's not sunlight. It's moonlight bright, like really bright moonlight. Okay. And the moon is shining on all the like, you know, the water is glistening. The willow trees are blowing in the breeze and the moonlight shining on them. And so they're just kind of like looking around. They don't hear the weird electric buzzing. They don't see the school bus anymore. And so they're just like kind of taking it all in when they notice that the the moonlight on the willow trees, right, in the negative space between the branches is moving very intentionally. So, like, this isn't the breeze. This is something. It's a body moving, but the body is the negative space. It is the light. It's, like, glowing, okay? And they're just watching it, and they're just very, like, are you seeing what I'm seeing type of thing? And so they're both starting to panic a little about it, and then they see that, like, the, the branches kind of spread and a larger, larger body of negative negative space builds out of the tree and it's kind of coming towards them god and they're like fuck that back into the bunker yeah no shit (laughs) back into the bunker because i picture it almost like a giant like pushing the trees and like trying to lean and go like hello yeah like that's kind of (laughs) like as i picture it but it's again it's like just pure darkness yeah and like the lack of it, and the and the the moonlight is this glowing thing that's moving around in it. Yeah. So it looks very glowy, but also like yeah, almost like the predator shimmer. There. Yes, yeah. very that. Um, so they run away. Um, they run away and hide. And let's see, the moon is shining. I have like little cliff notes here. Here, love yeah. buzzing. Okay, so the next they go back. They chill out. Uh, they wait a couple hours. They go back up, hoping the sun came up. Okay. Sun does come up, but they are incredibly thirsty. Okay. Yeah. We did not pack water. Okay. What'd I say? <laughs> they did not. What'd I say? So. They're stuck. Okay. I have a few things I can already. Can I? Um, can you let me get a little further and then we can take a quick little side hustle. Okay. Let's, well, let's go a little further. Then we're going to take a break. Yeah. But and then I'll let you just go. I'm going to let, I'm going to tell you what I think is going on so yeah. far. All right. Okay. Go ahead. You know what? Okay. So they they're super thirsty yeah. and you know, like I said, they're on an Island surrounded by water. Yeah. And so they have this whole conversation of like, should we just drink this water? And they're like, no, no we should not drink this water. No, don't drink the water. It's probably full of weird little parasites that are going to eat our brains. Yeah. A hundred percent. A bus tried to kill you. <laughs> so bus seats, not even the whole bus. They're just, it's not like they almost the came. darkness just tried to uh-huh. attack you. Yeah. 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 So anyway, they were like, mm, pros and cons. I'm thirsty. We're drinking the water. So they each kind of like take some handfuls of the water they don't die immediately, so they just are like, I guess if we get sick later, fuck it. Like, we're just yeah. so thirsty. Um, okay. So, what are we at? 57 minutes? Yeah, we're about an hour. Okay. They run away. Um, wait. They drink the water. Oh, so they're drinking the water, and they hear... Um, they hear what the water start to splash while they're drinking it. And they're like, what the fuck is that? So, like, they look over... They, they hear the splashing from kind of far away. And they they look over and they see a man in a boat, kind of like um the what are the Italian guys that are like like in, a gondola yeah like a gondola kind of boat oh. and they see him coming down the river towards him mm-hmm. towards them while they're drinking the water, 
and his his whole vibes are bad like he just has that eerie sensibility right yep. and also they start hearing the buzzing again and so okay. the whole the air is electric again they hear this loud thumping buzz there's this weird guy who has bad vibes coming to them t- towards them in a boat on a gondola thing yeah and they're like nah i'm out of here <laughs> so they uh go running they're they're running running back into they don't go into the same bunker as before but they're running away like in a different direction and they fall into a weird like marsh okay okay so like it's like they went from like islands and babbling water to like they they kind of crossed over into this like marshy land of like you know kind of like swampy yeah yeah, i get what you mean Okay, so once they walk into this, they're like looking around, they're making sure that gondola guy isn't following them. Yeah. And the buzzing kind of has stopped in the air and they're like kind of in a panic about it because it's like, it's so loud that they can feel it in their skin. Um, but that stops. Okay. And so they're, they're walking through the marsh, you know, just having like, what are we going to do? How are we going to get the fuck out of here type of conversation? And they come upon another dead body. Okay. And this one's like sitting up in the water, like waist up sitting up and there he's like it's clearly like starved like uh like flesh hanging from the bone really long hair like just like skeletal almost like blue you know i think we can all understand what he's describing right and so they're walking up to the body and like it had been there forever it'd been there a while Yeah, yeah and so they're walking up to the body before he died and they're like they're like oh my god like what happened here and then the this man's eyes open and oh. he's not dead. Oh. He's just emaciated beyond belief. Right? And they both startled. They did what you did. Oh my God, what? Like yeah, yeah, how yeah. how are you alive? Like he's so emaciated. I could see them like getting close, looking at him, and then his eyes just open like bam. And yeah, like, ah! Exactly. Yeah, Very yeah, yeah. That, much that. And so they, you know, they do the like she's like, Are you okay? And like Simon's like, obviously he's not okay. <laughs> like, yeah, why yeah, would you yeah. even ask that? Um He's clearly dying of starvation. Um, Do you have a protein bar? <laughs> all I need is, all a, I need is a I would love protein. a cliff bar. Okay. Do you have a Luna bar? The blueberry ra- lemon one is my favorite. Mm. A- anything but with Nature Valley oats. They're so dry. <laughs> they're so crumbly. And I'm so thirsty. <laughs> Never drink the water. He doesn't say that. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Um, so he's... So, like, they're looking at him and... He's clearly sentient. He's alive. And he's like, who are you? Why are you here? And they're like, who are you? And where are we? Right? And he's like, we're in the place. And he's like, they're like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. I, oh, I love that. I love that. I love that he doesn't even the place. Yeah. It's like, fuck you. You're like, oh, yeah. no. Because um, it's just so great that he doesn't name it like... We're in, you know, X X twenty three area alpha code never you know what I mean? Like he doesn't yeah. there isn't some sort of thing. He mm. just says the place and yeah. it's like fuck, dude. <laughs> so then they're like, how, do you do you know how to get out of the place? How do we go home? And he laughs. He's like, Yeah, clearly, he's like, clearly he's like, he doesn't know. Huh. You know, he goes, No ha, huh. no one leaves the place. No one leaves the place. This is where you are now. And they're like, like they're shitting themselves. Like, what does this mean? Also, I need to tell you that he's sitting there and like, he's answering their questions about like, where are we? How the fuck do we get out of here? And he's like, like I said, he's really long black hair. And like his hair is floating in the water around him. 
this guy, he's sitting in a swamp and he's like playing with his hair. So it's like extra, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like evil villainy. You, you but know like, what I picture, what I what? picture of him, I picture, you know, in like a movie that's set in like the 17 or 1800s mm-hmm. and there's like the old man who's been in solitary confinement forever. Yeah. And he's all skin and bones. He eats rats. Yeah. He's got the long fingernails. That's exactly The it. long scraggly beard, the long hair. You yeah. can see his ribs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. His eyes are sunken into his head. Yep. That is exactly how he's described. Yep. Um, so he's so he's like sitting there and like just being really creamy. And he starts telling them about different people he's seen come through the place. He's like, well, recently. And they're like, what do you mean recently? And they're like, he's like, time doesn't move here. But I saw someone recently. And like they're like, what happened? And I'm like, well, no one knows. And then he starts. <laughs> he's the only one. He's the only one there. <laughs> no one knows. And then he it's said, the he one. said, I hope, hopefully they, they were lucky enough to be eaten. And they were like, huh? huh? And he's like, you should always hope to be eaten. And they're like, what, what do you mean? And he's like, do you hear the noise? That's them when they're hungry. Do you feel it in the air? That's their hunger. They can hear you thinking of their hunger and he they're just like the fuck is this man saying yeah and he's like he's like you should hope you should hope to be eaten and die and they're like what what do you mean and he and like they're trying to get him to explain because again this man is like so malnourished and dying that like he can only say a few words at a time before he's just like yeah and so they're like he explains to them shortly he's like you want them to eat you so you can die because if they're not hungry, they're just going to play with you. And when they want to play, you'd rather be dead. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And they're like, what does that mean? You don't want to be even creepier. What? He's like, if and when they want to play, they want to play hard. <laughs> like that's that so, so much creepier. There, he said, I came here with a friend because he starts explaining to them, like, because they, they ask him, like, how did you get here? Like, we came in through a weird fucking bunker yeah. in a wall, and he's like, I was walking in a church with my friend, and suddenly we weren't in church anymore. We were here. Okay. And so he said that. When he and his friend were walking through the islands, through the trees, they they heard the buzzing, they heard it really loud, and then his they gra- something grabbed. He just says them that they grabbed my friend, and then the buzzing stopped. And he said, "I found her days later on one of the islands. They had pulled every bone out of her body and lined it up in size order next to her, 
And she was there, a mound of flesh, still alive, praying for death, praying to be eaten. And they're like, the fuck is going on? He's like, and he just keeps saying like, you want to die. You're never going to get out of here. Don't let them catch you, right? And so they're panicking, obviously. That would have been a great place to pause, but I'm sorry. No, no, I know, but the, 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 I'm just saying for dramatic effect. Okay. I when, will... when you went through that whole creepy thing, mm-hmm. if right then yeah. I had hit the music, okay. imagine. So they, just, uh, just, just, if you don't let me get through this goddamn paragraph, I will divorce you. Okay? So... <laughs> They started asking about the man in the boat. I'll divorce you. Okay, so the man in the boat, and he's uh-huh. like, avoid that motherfucker. He's no good. Yeah. Avoid that guy. He's bad news bears. Um, and they're like, okay, so the loud noises is scary. Avoid the loud noises. Try not to uh, g- just maybe get eaten. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And he's like, we're like, okay, but you have, we're, we need to avoid these things. What are they? And he said, no, don't worry about the things. It's not the things you need to worry about. They're not in charge here. And they're like, who's in, who's in charge here? And he's like, the willows. The willows make this happen. The roots in the water. The, the moonlight in their branches. The willows control all of this. Okay. And he, they're like, what do you mean? He's like, don't you notice they move from island to island? Haven't you seen that they crush things and destroy them? They remove the island's guts and then rebuild on another one. And so they're like, then they start to panic that they're never going to find this door because the islands move, the trees move. How were they going to figure out which door was theirs? And at that moment, he stands up, right? He stands up and he's like, like, it's almost like he's like, I'm going to go with you or like, yeah, yeah. Like, let me help you in some way. And when he stands up out of the, the marsh water, they realize that. It's not hair. He's been playing with all of his internal organs that are black with rot that he's just been sitting in and they've been standing in and all of his organs have been brushing their legs in the water. And he is just alive, all organs out and rotting around him in the water. And that's the dramatic pause, you son of a bitch. Very good dramatic pause. Thank you, you. You nailed it. Thank you. I, I really apologize like... for not having faith in you. Yeah. We should also work out when like our break signal is going to come up. <laughs> like we should have like a signal. Okay. Maybe a timeout. Okay. Like we do like one do of have, these. Yeah. All right. You know, with like T and then a five is like a countdown. Like, okay. You know what type of thing? We'll all right. work on that for the future. Okay. This is all new. Yeah. This is all new. Now mm-hmm. here's, you, you hit us with some drama there. Yeah, I sure did. I do have... I have theories. And, I feel like yeah. we're about the halfway point. Okay. I don't want to ruin it for the listeners, though, but mm. do you think I should share my theories? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So first thing, mm-hmm. I feel like because the bus was there, mm-hmm. that these are random portals mm-hmm. that pop up throughout the multiverse. Okay. All right? And this may be Tartarus. Like, this may be hell mm-hmm. because of the boat guy. Okay. I think that's Charon, and the river is the river Styx. Okay. Um, and that's why they're being tortured, but still like sometimes still being able to stay alive. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's not because of sins or anything in particular. It's just this is cosmic horror mm-hmm. on a scale we've ever seen. The reason why I think it's the multiverse is because UNA and the weird different Bible 
mm-hmm. like all those different things. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they're from an alternate dimension. Purple school bus. <clears throat> Maroon. Yeah. 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 That all the, all those different things, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I just want to say, um, I think that, uh, from here on out, mm-hmm. whenever, you know, they, that what the guy, the creepy guy said, whenever yeah. they're coming. Yeah. I think this is the perfect representation of what that is. Okay. That's not the sound I want to hear. <laughs> the woo. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I think, you know, when you're like, they're coming. <laughs> That's not the sound I want to hear. So That's true. That's it, true. I, think, I think that is that kind of sums it up and pretty well. And is this the day that Alex Jones makes it to our soundboard permanently? Um, I, I have to, I'd have to rip this into a WAV file and then save it on this SD card. It feels card. really worth it. It, it really does. It. it does feel really worth it. But again, I only have six buttons on the sound pad, oh. so I have to keep reassigning. Everybody, them leave as a it comment. Happens. Do you think we should use one of our six buttons to be the Alex Jones woo noise? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. With all of that being said, so those are your theories. Those are my theories that okay. I have so far. Okay. I, on a on a one to ten. Yeah. How am I doing? I mean, I'm like, I'm like, uh, I do like um, five. Five. Okay. I'm halfway there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's The Happening. It's the movie The Happening by M. Night Shyamalan because the trees are trying to kill everyone. Oh, I don't think I saw that one. It's, it's I hate M. Night Shyamalan, so it's fine. You I know, saw the movie The Village in theaters. And, ooh, in theaters. Yeah, a buddy of mine tricked me into seeing it. He's like, mm-hmm. it's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. after that experience, we then stole like four more movies that that did, yeah. that night yeah. because I wanted my money back, but we mm-hmm. watched the whole movie Yeah, and mm-hmm. we were so mad. M. Night Shyamalan had his birthday party for one of his children at a place I worked at, and I had to bartend it. Mm. It was not a good time. I had to deal with his wife once mm. when I was working at a in a Borders Books, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she came in, and you know Borders. For those of you guys who don't remember, it's just like Barnes and Noble. Borders Books though had this huge collection, mm-hmm. and she was she was they had built a new living room with like a library. Okay, and she wanted aesthetically okay. the books to be color gradient. She oh. didn't care what the books were about. Doesn't matter. But she was looking, and she came in with paint swatches, and oh. she wanted me. Oh, I love this. My job so was inventory. Much. And she wanted me to pick out books mm-hmm. based on the paint swatches. I love this. I and, can't. And she, I don't love it because it's horrible. I would love to witness this happening to you. Oh yeah, no, no. And I think I was like, oh man. I think I might have been. Was, let's see, it was around two thousand four. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The only reason I remember that is because right around the time of the election. Yeah. Um. So it was two thousand four, which means I would have been about twenty. Oh, and yes. I remember just being, I was just like pit full of piss and vinegar. Yeah. And I just like looked at her dead in the face. And I remember because a bunch of the paint swatches were green. And I said, oh, you want green books? And I walked her over to gardening. And I just said, help yourself. And I just walked away. <laughs> and when they came over to find me, they're like, what are you doing? Why didn't you help her? And I looked at them dead in the face. And I'm like, mind comp is in the wrong section again. And I, because somebody kept taking Mein Kampf okay. and putting it in the children's section. Oh, good. And like nobody understood why I was like, no, we need this. Like, ah, Nazis aren't a problem. I'm like, you just wait. <laughs> just wait. Have I got news for you? Yeah. I was, my brain, seeing this is, we've spent too much time together. Yeah. Because I was like, I bet you anything, you walked her over to the Mein Kampf and was like, it's a red color. <laughs> like, <laughs> asshole. No. Okay, wait, listen, we got to get back to this book. Okay, let's get back to the book. So, um, this guy, his name was Studevant, by the way. He told him their name. Studevant stood up. It was super creepy and gross. 
Um, they ran the fuck out of there. Okay. They were like, thank you so much for all this information. We're leaving. And I don't know, remember because uh, the break w- felt long. Um, did I explain to you that he told them that they can hear you thinking about them? Yes. Okay. So and it was also in the graffiti. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they didn't know what the graffiti meant. It could mm. mean anything. He cleared that up for them. Thanks, Studevant. Okay. So they're running away from him and they come up to a cliffside. Which is like the way that it's described is like they come up to this cliffside and in the cliffside they see an old pirate ship. Okay. And they're like, the fuck is that? Like they're really taking in the fact that like where the fuck is this shit coming from? So they see this old pirate ship and the, the noise comes back. The, the buzzing, the sound, the electric in the air, they hear it really loud and it's right above their heads. And so they're looking up and the Simon... He, like, again, with this eye thing, like, he can see, like, the light and he, like, moving in a different way than she can. And he's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. We got to get the fuck out of here. And the noise is getting closer and closer to them, right? That's not the sound I want to (laughs) hear. And so they're like, are we going to go run and hide in the pirate ship? Like, what are we going to do? And, um... What's her name again? Kara. Kara is like, starts singing John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt in her head because Simon's like, stop thinking about them. Stop thinking about them. They can hear you thinking about them. Yeah. So they're both trying to like say things in their head that isn't like, this thing is above us, going to kill us. Yeah. And all he can think of is the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah, exactly. It's very that moment. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. La, 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 la. And they run away again. And they run into the first bunker that they see. And, well, they run towards the first bunker that they see because of this loud noise. And as they're running, uh, roots, tree roots are coming up, like, through the, like, grass into the doorway. And actually, Kara falls really hard and, like, really busts open her knee. Okay. And really fucks her knee up. And she, like, falls into the doorway because she gets tripped. And they still, like haul ass through it because they don't know what they're walking into and they realize when they get to the bottom of the stairs that it's their bunker they made it into their bunker oh good for them and so they slam the door closed yeah re uh take a deep breath and walk through their door and they're like holy they walk through the they walk back through their corridor they walk back through the wall and they're back in the museum yeah and you know they're both like hyperventilating her knee is fucking basically shattered it's like she re- not shattered but like she really yeah, fucking yeah, hit yeah, the she knee. fucked it up and they hear the cat yelling from the bathroom <laughs> it's like i mean yeah. how long have i been in this bathroom like anyone that has a cat knows that cat's pissed yeah, yeah, yeah. so um they're trying to like reacclimate and like be like they're they're like talking to each other but also being like i don't know what the fuck just happened what did we just live through like do you want to get a coffee yeah do you want to well i think they're like we're gonna do you want to get really drunk do you want to like eat chinese food and get really drunk yeah because we were in bad narnia yeah they started calling it bad narnia yeah 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 they're like oh god why were we in bad narnia what the fuck was that and uh the people like the people from the coffee shop and her uncle and her mom are calling and being like where are you where were you and they make up some silly story about Simon having to go to urgent care and like they so they Even make up, she's the one with the fucked up knee she They really like, didn't think about that part. Okay. Okay. So that was a bummer on their side. Um so they go to sleep that night and she wakes up in the morning and her fingers are like raw. 
And she's like, what the fuck? Did I touch something? Was it the water? Why are my fingers like incredibly painful and raw? And now comes the real horror story, (laughs) American healthcare. (laughs) So So she goes next door to get a coffee and check on Simon. Hey, how are you? How did you sleep? He did not sleep well either. Um, They discuss like, okay, we have to fucking patch up that hole, right? Like we have to close that goddamn hole. And so when they go back, they like go to the store to get like materials and then they drive back and they're going to go like put up, you know, something like I forget what it's called, like something to put up to cover it. Yeah. And they're, they get to the, where the hole is. Right. And they had like put um, a case, like a, a, like case. a cabinet or something. In front yeah. Of it. Like yeah, the yeah. one with some of the trinkets and weird yeah, shit. Yeah. In it. They had pushed one in front of the hole, but they were like, we really got to cover it so that whatever the fuck is in there doesn't come out into our world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And when they get there, the case has been moved. Um, there's trinkets and who knows what all over the floor. And there are scratch marks on the door. of like, Or no, oh, they did. They had patched it up. I'm sorry. They had like put up a piece of uh, sheet board or something before they had gone to sleep because they were in a panic. But there was clearly scratch marks on the board. And when she looked at it, she realized it was her fingers. Like she had scratched it. And oh. she must have been done done it while she was sleepwalk like sleepwalking. And so then she's like, the fuck is going on? I'm sleepwalking and trying to go back there. And so they they try to like make the wall a little bit more secure um with like whatever they got at like Lowe's or Home Depot. Wherever. Okay. Yeah. And she's cleaning up the mess. And of course there's like a taxidermy um turtle and this thing. And also that little otter carving is back on the floor. And she is just like, oh, fucking, why is why are these things always falling? And she puts them all back on the cabinet and puts the cabinet back where it was. And then they like put a sheet over the wall so that like tourists that are coming in to visit the museum won't see the big patchwork. And then they move all the shelves back with all the displays and everything. Um, but they decide that because of her sleepwalking, they're going to try not to sleep <laughs> or like she's going to try not to sleep for like, okay. she's like, I'm just going to stay awake. I don't want to be sleepwalking and trying to go back in there. And not know it. Like, that's yeah. not a good, great idea. Um, so she's, like, been up for 24 hours at this point, And she's back in the shop. Great plan. She's working at, in the museum. And like, a like, smarter idea would have been to, like, hey, tie me up in a sleeping bag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Like, that's what, like, Mike Berbiglia has to do with his sleepwalking. You have to get in, like, a sleeping bag thing, like, situation. Okay. Tie yourself up. You so become that, a little caterpillar. Yeah, basically, you have to be caterpillared in so that in a way that you can't get out, like wear okay. mittens, all those different things. So That's like, you crazy. Can't, oh yeah, yeah. And his sleepwalk with me thing, like when he talks about it, because he like walked out of a window. What? Oh yeah, no. His story's like nuts. That's nuts. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Okay, so she is working at the front desk of the museum. Okay, and. Trying to gather her life together again after that experience. Mm-hmm. And some tourists come in and they're walking around like they always do. And they come downstairs and like, hey, there's broken glass upstairs. And one of your things is broken. She's like, the fuck is going on? So she hobbles her ass upstairs because she got this badass knee. And she hobbles her stairs upstairs with a broom. And she's like, I gotta clean up this glass. These tourists probably knocked into something and they don't want to admit it. Yeah, yeah. So she gets up there and she's cleaning up the glass and she realizes that the display case that's there's like a big shatter mark in the display case and there's a huge she knows that there's a huge raccoon that's in there like taxidermy raccoon and it's gone and she's like where the fuck did this taxidermy raccoon go 
And she just kind of like assumes that it must have been a tourist that had been in there earlier, broke it and tried to stole it or something like college kids or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she just cleans it up and plays it off. Normal day in Hog Chapel, North Carolina. Normal day. Hog Chapel is a really normal place, as you can tell. Yeah. And she also kind of just like, I'm losing my mind because I haven't had sleep. So yeah. Who knows? So because every time I sleep, I try to go back to bad Narnia where weird demons are going to take out my bones and mm-hmm. stack them uh, small, largest to smallest. Yeah. Next to me. Next to my goo body. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. So she goes. So then after that, like work day is over, she's like laying in her bed. She's like, I don't want to sleep, but I'm just going to like read and try to stay awake. And so she's reading that weird Bible that she found. Because she's okay. like, this is just like interesting. Yeah. And so she realizes that in the middle of the Bible, there's like the pages are writings from someone else that had been in that bunker. It's like one of these military guys. Okay. He had been writing about what was going on. Yeah. And he's like, today staff sergeant disappeared, blah, blah. Like, we don't, we don't know if we're ever going to make it. Are we going to make it to this spot to get, you know, deployed back home like all this stuff yeah and it becomes very clear that like this was some type of expedition by a a government agency to like explore this place and these guys are just realizing that like what the fuck like our captain is gone yeah he was pulled out of air and like what's the sound and why are the trees moving and like these are just like military guys that thought they were going on a normal mission and now they're in bad narnia And, and Pardon me. So they she's reading about their experiences and like the book does kind of take you like on a little side quest almost of like just learning about what they went through. And it's like really it's just like horror of like one of the guys is like in their bunker and a deer comes charging into the bunker. And they're like, where the fuck were their deer? What the fuck is going on? And then like they shoot the deer and everybody's complaining because if you shoot a gun in the bunker, it's really loud. So they're all like, ah, my ears. And they shoot the deer and then they're looking at the deer and then somebody like grabs a knife and like cuts the the hair on the the leg of the deer back, like shaves it kind of back with the sharpness of a knife and sees a tattoo and they realize it's their staff sergeant who has been turned into a deer. And it was just like running in there. And so then they're like, the fuck is going on? Like, Oh, wow. So then there's like, they're talking about how like they tried to like go back to the, the bug out spot where they're supposed to get picked up by the military. And they were all like really nervous about doing it. But they had, there was a specific time and day they were supposed to do it. And if they didn't get there in time and then they fucking are walking through the water to go to the bug out spot. And the two military guys in front of the person who's writing it in the Bible realizes that those men are be- are like being pulled apart like string. Like if you thought of like when you have like um, a string that you use on a sewing machine, they're being unraveled. They're being unraveled from like a piece of their skin. They're just unraveling in front of them, both of them. And they just are, these other two are just witnessing these two people being fully unraveled in front of them. And it's described in very graphic detail. Okay. And the other two, the person who's writing the book and this woman named Singer that's with them, Singer punches the writer in the face. And when she punches him in the face, she grabs him and then they run away and get back into the bunker. And that's when Singer says that she believes that pain clears your thought. And then they can't hear you. Any, they can't 
find you if they can't hear you thinking about them. So that she's like, that's why I punched you in the face. She's like, because the moment you felt the pain, you stopped thinking about them unraveling and then the things are coming for us. And okay. so that punch in the face, like save them. Right. Thoughts. Keep going. <laughs> I mean, it's just a lot. What? Well, so my, my one thought is this yeah. reminds me a lot of, um, what's that movie? You know, the one, uh, event horizon. Okay. Yep. If that's mm-hmm. sort of cosmic horror, there was yeah. also a comic book I read kind of recently um, that is kind of similar, where it's like a military. It's the, this submarine mm-hmm. finds these ancient ruins. Okay. And um, the devil is there. Perfect. But it's like what, which is very similar to a Doctor Who episode. Yeah. Where a Doctor Who goes to this asteroid, and in the center of it is the devil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's one of these things with cosmic horror, where it's like. It's it's going to get you in a way that that no one can imagine, right? Yeah. It, and it, it's your worst imagination. But on top of that, there's no escape. Yep. Which is but which is what is being made clear of what's happening to to Kara. Yeah. There's no escape because now they're in her brain, mm-hmm. and she has to return to that place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think she's slowly realizing this, or she isn't, because she might just be stupid as hell. Uh, and um, everything that's going on. You know, and I'm sure, and part of the reason why the door was locked on the inside. Because that guy was like, keep, I'm going to lock this door and die in here and save everybody. Yeah, 100%. Yep. And they went and opened it, and then now they've released whatever that is into their world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yep. That's kind of my thought. So she's reading this Bible. She's We're hearing this story of these people that were there, and... Obviously, the writing stops, so you don't know what happened to those two people that were kind they of died. Pro- yeah, or they or they got survived and they just left the book behind, right? You never know; it could be good. Um, while she's reading it, though, she hears um, clawing at her door, like a yeah. clawing at her door. Yeah, and her cat, who's on her bed with her, is like, <laughs> like what the like? You know how cats get? <laughs> yeah, what's that noise? Like they're <laughs> like that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, she goes and opens the door to look to see what it is. And the cat darts out the door and just pummels this fucking other animal. And it's like uh, like a white cream color. And she's like, fucking rats, right? Like, So her cat's just wrestling the fuck out of this thing. And there, she's like hearing the fight, the kerfuffle, if you will, like roll around the museum. And finally it stops and she's like running after them to try to figure it, like pull the cat off of it or whatever. And... She the kerfuffle stops and the cat's sitting there like licking his paws as they do when they've like been in a fight. Yeah. And she goes behind the case to where the cat just walked out from and it where the cat just came from is the cream colored taxidermy raccoon. Yeah. Yeah. Was he wearing a top hat? No. But so she's like her one side of her brain is like does the taxidermy raccoon come alive and break through the glass and then attack my cat? But then the other side of her brain's like, well, maybe there was a rat living inside of it and that's why there's a hole in the middle of it. She's a fucking moron. Well... She's a fucking idiot. This is why I hate horror. Mm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they have to constantly rationalize how to be a fucking idiot the entire time. <laughs> From the get, you find a body. You don't uh, call any authorities mm-hmm, whatsoever. You mm-hmm. find a fucking body. Walk by it. 
Walk right by it. Yep. Go to the door that's clearly locking something in. Yeah. Walk through the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's daylight at night. Yep. Mm-hmm. You you're in the fucking TARDIS. Uh-huh. You uh-huh. walk into the worst version of Narnia that anyone's ever seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a fucking hell bus. Yep. You just read a book about demons mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you found inside of the hell place. After a guy whose organs and everything about him was hanging outside of his body mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that he was playing with gleefully. Yeah, 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 yeah. Told yeah. you that this is just called the place. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's an idiot. And her only response is, I'm going to stay up forever. No, that's not good. No, just go. Just listen. In this case, mm-hmm. just you, you're in a, you're in what is it called? Hog Chapel? Hog, Hog Chapel, North Carolina. You're, you're in Hog Chapel, North Carolina. Go to the Walmart. Go to the sports hunting section. Uh oh. You know what you gotta do, Kara. Uh, whoa. Hey now. What? No. Okay, so listen. She does try to brush this off and play it off, right? The, she's the raccoon. Stupid as fuck. And she does talk to Simon about like, should I just like tie myself to the bed so like so I can go to sleep? And Simon's like, I got a weird pill- pair of like silly furry handcuffs. We handcuff you to the bed. You go to sleep. So. She tries that. They they like handcuff her to the bed and she's like, all right, I'm going to go to sleep. I'll call you on my cell phone when I wake up. So that'll be good. And so she goes to sleep and she comes to uh, and she realizes that she is standing at the top of the stairway. So she's gone through the, the bunker. She's back in bad Narnia. She's at the top of the stairway just at the door. And, the, you know, so she can see the water in front of her and the man is in the boat is right in front of her and he's screaming in her face and that's what actually woke her up is the screaming and he has like um she describes him as like baboon teeth and he's just screaming right at her and like kind of coming for her but like he's not moving as much as like it seems like he's reaching for her but he's not getting anywhere and so he's screaming just like like raw like yeah like that very yeah and so that wakes her up and so she's telling herself, I got to run down the stairs. And she can't like her. She can't make her legs go down the stairs like her legs just start walking forward. And she's like literally grabbing her legs and trying to turn herself around and just like being like, what the fuck? Like punch I yourself need to in the tr- face. Punch I yourself need in the to face. turn around. You read the book. Punch yourself and in the so face. So then she she keeps walking forward because she can't not walk forward. Her body's just propelled by whatever. And the man in the boat's getting closer. Even though he's not moving, she's getting closer to him and almost within his grasp. And as she gets closer, she realizes that his body is fused with the boat, that he is the boat. The boat is him. Okay. And that's why he can't come at her, but he's trying to grab her. And then she hears the sound again, the buzzing, and she's like, the fuck? And at that moment... um. She feels something come from behind and grab her arm or her shoulder. And as it grabs her shoulder, she turns and it's Simon, who was also sleepwalking. Fun. So he's sleepwalking too. And he's come up the stairs and he's there and he's grabbed her because the screaming and the buzzing sound has awoken him. And he's like, what the fuck are we doing here? How did we get here? And so he grabs her and he actually like kind of assesses the situation. He sweeps her legs and slams her into the ground. So her knee, that knee, blams into the ground. And so pain almost passes her the fuck out. 
And then he grabs her and pulls her back in and locks the door before the boat and the, the buzzy noise things can come get them. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they make the escape back, kind of. But then as they're running through, it's clear that they can see the roots starting to come through the doorway. Where there weren't, the roots hadn't made it through the doorway before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the roots of the trees are starting to make their way through the doorway. So when they were closing the door, they like had to like slam the roots and they were already coming through the walls. Because like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know how roots be doing. Um, so they get back into the museum. And as they get back in the museum... I, I don't remember why. Simon leaves. Simon goes home. S- Simon should just move back to Florida at this point, honestly. But so she's in the museum alone. Imagine being it's safer to be a gay man with warrants in Florida <laughs> than to live in this book. <laughs> like, that's, that's where we are with this. That's, how fucked is that? Um, hey, what's your name? It's Simon. oh no yeah so she's in the museum alone and she realizes that there's like she's like in the on the second floor and she looks over into the room like kind of towards the back of the room and she sees like a bright light and she realizes it's the moonlight like that very specific glittery negative space moonlight that she saw within the leaves of the willows yeah and she fucking panics yeah because she's like it's it's here it's coming to our our like our world. world yeah and she's like just freaking the fuck out and so she's looking at that panicking and all of a sudden she sees a taxidermy ferret walk by her feet and she's like the fuck Cause then it's like the again she's very slow like her uh, this woman no shit I absolutely no, oh, okay. no shit but she's like she would <laughs> never be a bisexual mermaid doctor <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> the bisexual mermaid doctors uh, they had it down they yep they were they were dumb in their they own were, way but they were very uh, astute they saw a lot of things happening they yeah they took you know what it is you know what yeah. it is for horror right because mm-hmm. like you love you love horror you love suspense you love yeah. all those different things I hate them for many reasons yeah. but like that's the reason why I liked Get Out everyone in Get Out did what made sense yeah. once it was clear to them mm-hmm. once it would be clear to a fucking child mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. to what was going on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right you're in a building full of like the taxidermied how the fuck is a rat gonna use <sighs> a raccoon like an exoskeleton right i don't how are you gonna go to a place where trees murder each other That's not the sound I want to hear. <laughs> you know? Like, how in a world would that make sense? Why do you want to be there anymore? Um, so she sees this ferret walk by. Did her husband leave her because she's a fucking idiot? Do they yeah. ever explain why the husband left her? Oh, uh, yeah, they do, actually. There's, like, a part in the book, like, after they've come back from Bad Narnia, and the husband, like, calls her because, like, he had posted something on Facebook, and her mom commented because... Basically, he had posted this picture that showed that he had met this girl before he divorced her because this like, oh, it's just like not working. But like, it turns out there's a girl. Yeah, so yeah. he had called her and she was just like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, I thought you would see on Facebook because your mom commented something like really snotty and about it. And she's like, no, like I've been busy. And then from that point, and she's just like, I don't give a fuck about this guy. I'm living in bad Narnia right now. Like, yeah. So they do discuss the divorce, but it's more in this, like this is nothing matters like this anymore. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so she sees the ferret walking by 
and she hits it <laughs> with love, a broom. I love the fact that it's just walking. It's like scuttling by. I know, but in my head, in my head again, because it's taxidermied. Yeah, it's walking on its hind legs. It has a top hat. And a cane. <laughs> it's doing the WB yeah. frog. Yes, it exactly. just walks by. It's like, hello, my oh, honey, and she's hello, like, hello. I've been awake too long. <laughs> like that's her reaction. Yeah, she's like, I'm clearly hallucinating. It's clearly full of rats. It's um, clearly the world's smartest. So rats. she looks at the ferret. She gets a closer look. And she realizes that the little otter, uh, carved otter, is inside the ferret. She okay. can see it through a hole in the ferret's body. Because again, okay. taxidermy hole. She slams it with a broom, right? Smashes it. But it's still kind of scuttlebutts away. Okay. All right. Um, then she smashes the carpet. I mean, she smashes the thing. It runs away. She tries to go find it because she's starting to finally put it together that this little carved otter thing might be an issue. Yeah. And in the book, it's like, I think by like the very first chapter, I was like, this carving seems to be the issue. Well, I figured as much too, because you mentioned it about six times. Yeah. And I'm, and I've only mentioned six times as a bullet point. Yeah. But like in the book, I'm like, how is she not seeing that this thing is clearly helping with the portal to hell here? Yeah. Um, but so the, the fucking, thing is driving the ferret's body like it's a little ferret car and it runs away it's, it's she's trying to catch it but then everything in the taxidermy museum of oddities comes starts coming to life okay that makes sense because again this willow light is starting to shine through the whole room yeah and as it's shining through like the rattlesnake bones are starting to shake and like the big moose head on the wall is starting to like snarl or whatever it does. I'm just you know, like, no, I'm starting to picture. She's like, I'm in the worst country bear jamboree of all time. <laughs> like that's her reaction. She's like, everything here is animatronic. Cause I'm dumb. They call me carrot because that's my IQ. <laughs> oh, um, so while that's all happening, she's panicking, but still going to try to find that ferret. So she can get that goddamn otter carving. Meanwhile, the register is going off. <laughs> You just wanted a reason to press the button. I wanted a reason to press the button. Get your hand off the buttons. So she is running towards the ferret uh, because she's like, I got to find that little fucking carving. Yeah. And all of a sudden she hears like a really loud kind of growl. And she's like, the fuck is that? Because again, the whole museum is coming alive. Uh, There's a lot of options. A giant bear, giant tiger, giant mountain lion, giant... Keep going, um, keep going. Keep going. You're just naming things at Cabela's. I'm just naming things that growl. Giant sea otter. Eight feet tall. Shut the fuck up, really? Yep. A giant sea otter, eight feet tall. And it's hissing at her. And it's like, they're doing that weird little otter growl that yeah. they do. <laughs> yeah. And she's... <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> so, she, well, I mean, when they're eight foot tall, they're a little aggressive. Okay. <laughs> and so... <laughs> she world, immediately panics. No, no hold on. Time okay, out. go ahead. I'm go just ahead. picturing... You know how we want that one Japanese YouTube I come across all the oh time? Oh, my God. With the little Where's otters? It's, it's the two cute little otters, and I they have, know. like, their birthday salmon party. Oh, my God. They eat their little sushi party. Yeah, and then sometimes they're like, we bought, we bought toys. For them, I know and they love, put them a little and they got little beds and they oh, use a little otter on they use little otter hands to like pull themselves up. Mm-hmm. Now imagine being scared of that because you're a moron <sighs> who's who, I mean if it was eight foot tall who found a hole to Narnia with a dead body inside of it, mm-hmm. and when you're like, I don't know, maybe we should call the cops, your friend's like, I got warrants. <laughs> so that's who you listen to. Hey, who do you listen to? The guy from Florida. Oh yeah. <laughs> this whole this is just one giant Florida man story. Oh man. So 
Okay. They breed them smart in Hog Chapel. Oh, God. So the otter comes at her, okay? okay. And she panics. But she has this How idea. Depra- Hold on real quick. What was the, what was the, her friend's name, Stephen? Simon. Simon. Simon's not there. Simon's I know, I know. But what if she show. texted Simon? She's like, there's a big otter here. And he replies <laughs> like, I'm more of a bear. <laughs> like, He's like, on my way. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it was that kind of party. Yeah. Um. So Are we she, going wolfing? She decides that she has this great idea. You're going to love this idea, okay? Okay. Burn the place to the ground. No. She thinks she should go back into the Narnia. So that she can, you know, trap the otter in the Narnia. Because it's clear to her that the little carving wants to get back in there. The same way she wanted to get back in there while she was sleepwalking. Okay. Because the little thing was there the moment the hole was put in. And so she starts to put together that maybe the little thing put the hole in the original tiny hole in the wall. So just open the door and throw it through. So... Yeah, but I, she it's a big otter that's alive, I guess. So no, she's I get like, that. I get that. I'm, saying, I'm saying, well, you run to the door, mm-hmm, throw mm-hmm. the otter statue in there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then close the door. Well, no, because the giant otter that's taxidermied is alive. No, no I get that. I get that. And part. attack, about to attack her. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she has to run. Okay. And so she's like, I'm going to run into Narnia and then I'm going to uh, hide there and then it'll, it'll come in and then I'll run back and close the door behind me. Boom, done, problem solved. I don't know. Okay, I didn't come up with this plan. This is not the sound I want to hear. Why are you looking at me like I came up with this plan? Because you read this book and thought it was a good idea to tell me. Okay, listen to me. Okay, so we're running and... With our our bad knee. With our bad knee. That we have not taken care of. No, we've not sought medical attention. We've not slept now in about 48 hours. We're not doing well, is what I'm saying. We're not making good decisions. We're not well rested. We haven't probably had any water or a meal. So... We're hung over uh, too because they drank. They got real drunk with Chinese food. So that's, you know, you feel real bad the next yeah. day after that. Yeah. So she runs in to Narnia. She gets up there. She shuffles up there with her bad knee. And she goes to the very, she goes to the bunker, the first bunker she can see on the right. Cause she's like, what I'll do is I'll get in the door and I'll just like, I'll like keep it cracked so I can look. And then I'll watch the otter come out. And then as soon as I see the otter go out and like go wherever he goes, I'll run back and go into my bunker. Okay. Can I tell you how I know no. this plant? Okay. So then she's she's in there and she steps backwards and she realizes that like this one is like filled with like dark water and she's like, ew, gross. Like this is bad. So she steps into it and then, you know, like, you know how in the zoo when you watch otters go into the water, like they do that little slide. Yep. So she steps back and she realizes that she saw the otter go into the water and it's swimming towards her. And then... So she steps back, and again, this is just really smart thinking, back further into the bunker area, and she sees the otter come into the bunker that she's in, and it's, like, swimming in the water. And, like, an eight-foot swimming otter is basically a crocodile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucked. And so she's like, uh, what am I going to do? How am I getting out of here? And then she, like, feels something on her leg, and she's like, oh, my God, it's the otter's tail, or it's the otter. And she turns, and it's fucking Studevant, the 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 guts the guy. Guts guy, yeah, yeah, guts yeah. Guts guy is in there in the water, sitting in there. And he's just like, <laughs> he's like, hello. I like how the water feels on my liver. <laughs> so she's like, ah, like, and of course, like, she's not polite. Like, hey, how are you? Thanks for all the help. Yeah, yeah. She's like, ah, like, get away from me. And she like moves away from him and she's trying to run towards the door and then the otters moving around like hissing and making whatever noise they make and then fucking Studevant 
uh, grabs the otter like by the neck and like does one of those like gator rolls with it. Like, yeah. you know, like rolling the meanwhile, water with them. Meanwhile, like, his lungs are flapping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, exactly. It is described yeah, in yeah, graphic yeah. detail that okay. all of his organs are swirling around, choking this otter. Great. Just really just like wrapping him up in all of his insides. Cool. And she's like, I got to go. Thanks for your help. She doesn't say anything. That's just leaves. Rude. Yeah. Runs, gets into her bunker, her bunker door, runs and hides. Did she dispose of the otter statue during this time? No. It's still inside the other otter being wrapped around organs. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying the little one. Is inside the big one. Oh, okay, cool, cool, He's cool. driving it like I a thought, car. Okay, okay. Uh, I was confused. I thought that because the light had lit everything, uh-huh, uh-huh. I thought the otter was possessed by the light. No, 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 no. The otter. The otter was possessed by the other otter. No, the otter Yeah, carving. I was saying, the tiny one. You know, the listen, tiny one was the, inside the big one. Yep. Russian the doll tiny style. Russian doll. Like, I picture it like that alien movie where the little alien is driving the human body. Oh, yeah, uh, Men in Black. Men in Black. It's that. That's okay. how I'm picturing it. Um, the otter carving is sentient on its own. Okay. The whole book, it has been its own thing. It is not... The light coming in was driven by her having opened the door. The little otter carving on its own has been trying to get back into fucking bad Narnia. Okay. It m- knocked the hole. It's trying to drive an otter body, like a car, in there because it needs to get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, she gets out. And um, let's see. She feels something in her leg. She finds her friend, tells him what happened. Okay, so that makes more sense than why she couldn't throw. That's what I was saying earlier with throwing the, yeah, the pebble back otter. in there. It was inside the otter. Yeah, driving its makes body. Makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Honestly, honestly, at this point, I will, this one's on me. I'm going to give it back a little bit because I, I pictured it wrong. Okay. So she, this, her plan, mm-hmm. while stupid, mm, yep, probably one of the dumber things I've ever heard. Yeah. Decent. Okay. I mean, on no sleep, a hangover and a broken knee. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. So she tells her friend what happens. She cause, like, she gets there and she's like, we got to fucking build the wall against this like hole. Yeah. It's like, we got to get out of there. It, I, I don't know what's going to happen. These willows are going to get in here and they're going to infest our world and they're going to kill us all. Or turn us into weird meat puppets. Like, what are we going to do? And then she had, like, because now she has finally realized that it's this little carving, right? Yeah. And she's like, remember I told you in the beginning, she was like opening the packages. And she's like, who the fuck mailed us this? Who mailed us this carving? So she goes and she finds her goddamn Excel spreadsheet she made. And she's like, this was mailed by this person because it was like they had the information because it was inside the package. And so she calls him. To be like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, which I at that point, that was the only part of this book where I was like, I deeply relate to this character. Yeah, no, good, good job. What the fuck? Why would you mail this to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the guy like explains that like he had mailed it because the uncle is a good friend of his, and he thought it would be safe with him. And he also mailed instructions. Didn't you see the instructions? Because I told you in the beginning, it came with like a little book, but nobody read the book. She just like filed it and put it away. Yeah. And so in there, he had said like. This is really dangerous. I think we need to lock this up, but it can't be where I am because it's too close to the trees. It's starting to burrow holes into people. Like it was like really like gross. And so he like had considered like just burying it in cement, but he worried that the tree roots would start pulling through cement. So he was like, I'll send it to this guy. He'll have a good solution because he knows lots of weird shit. And it comes out in this conversation 
that the the little otter carving is actually made of the tree bark of the willows. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And so it's driven to get back home. And then the guy that they talk to also talks about how like once you anything from there, Bad Narnia, the place, it's all just the place. Anything from there always wants to go back there. And so that Simon actually being the smart one is like, do you think us drinking the water and it being in us, the water was trying to go back. And that's why we kept sleepwalking because on the last part of this, they did say stop sleepwalking. And like, did we just piss it all out? And like the water's not trying to drive us back there anymore. And so we realized that, yes, that's, that's why. And then in the end of the book, they go to fucking home Depot. They buy a lot of cement and they brick up a goddamn wall. And, And that's the end of the book. They live? They live. Uh, T. Kingfisher, you're a coward for not killing him. (laughs) Should have killed him. Should have killed him. Honestly. Make it a morality play. Don't be dumb. Wow. Don't climb through random holes. Okay. Don't walk past a dead body. These are life lessons we're learning. Okay? How the fuck did the willow even get to our plane of existence to begin with? That's not explained. Fucking cosmic horror. Can I tell you a reason why I started reading this book and I immediately knew why I had to read this book to you? Why? And I need to share it with our listeners. Um, is that one of Alex's arch nemesis in this world is the willow tree that's in the front yard of our house. Yep. That we're soon going to have taken down. I know. Thanks to our Patreons. We're not using Patreon money to take down that tree. Well, it's part of it. (laughs) It's a little part of it, but you know, we have a willow that is very close to our house. Yep. That is dangerously tall. Yep. That it's very dead. And like, here's the thing. It's over over, uh, three quarters dead. It has I a lot of dead love branches. willow trees. They're one of my favorite, like a beautiful willow tree. Our neighbor has a beautiful willow tree and yes. I'm obsessed with it. Like it's beautiful. Our tree looks like a tree out of a horror movie. And also the branches keep falling off and almost breaking our windows. And so the willow tree being the evil villain of this book felt like one of the main reasons I needed to read it to you. Yes. And, yeah. and the, um, the willow tree has been taunting me mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. two years now. Yeah, because willow trees drop tiny branches, mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. really thin, long branches that are a so bitch to pick hard to up, clean up. <laughs> that fill up our gutters. Yeah, and also these tiny leaves mm-hmm. that curl up as they die. Yeah, that get in everything, including yeah. our gutters, all over, just everywhere. Yeah, everywhere I turn, the my willow leaf tree blower. is Alex's arch nemesis. Yes, and so. I don't know. I just, as soon as I realized that the bad guy in this book was actually a willow tree, I was like, this is it. Bet. Yeah. <laughs> Forget all the other parts of this book. Yeah. Evil willow trees. Alex will understand. I get it. I yeah. do get it. And, uh, and I think, uh, I think this was, I mean, honestly, I did, I liked most of this book. I will mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. I actually did. I thought it was enjoyable. I thought, um, I, I it was it was definitely different. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't do cosmic horror at this level. Yep, which I thought was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And they did take some really cool risks. Yep, <clears throat> I like that some things are unexplained. Yeah, um, 
I think Charon, the boat dude, I'm going to call him Charon. Yeah, that makes care. sense. Uh, I think boat dude, while a cool reveal, mm-hmm. would have been a little bit cooler. Yep. You okay. know, I think that he could have been cooler. Yeah. I think the guy with the organs could have been cooler. Studevant. Studevant. Mm-hmm. I think there could have been more there. I think there could have been more also with the military stuff yeah. that they found. I think I think it would have been cool. You know what would have been cool? What? Is if they had found like a flamethrower or like a lighter and a can of hairspray at one point. <laughs> like just have them fight back a little bit against yeah. a random tree. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that way now the trees are mad at it. Like they yeah. are just trying to toy. Yeah. I would, I, you know, just something. And also like maybe just not have them be like pants shittingly dumb. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think there is a way that this, I think that you could have still told this story and still had the same level of horror mm-hmm. and the same level of stuff being revealed. Yeah. To a character that actually isn't just a moron. Yeah. I'll have to agree with you. I really enjoyed reading this book. It was super fun. And listening to it because I listened to like yeah. almost a half of it. And it was so, f- like the parts where you're experiencing the other world and that part of the story, I was like, this is so engaging. Please elaborate more. Like you were saying, like, yeah, fight back, like find more, like explore this more, even to your detriment, whatever. You know what it felt like? But like, it was just every, the, every time we were just following the main character, she it was just like, how do you not realize? How are you not no, seeing you, you this? You know what it is? You know what it is? What? The reason why I'm so annoyed by it? Why? It's two temple students just walking through North <sighs> Philly. That's with, their really headphones can, in, with their headphones in. With their headphones in. With their headphones in. Oh, with their headphones in, not yeah. looking up. Yeah. Mm. This is just like, this is just two college kids, like that level of, of like world understanding. Yeah. Just walking into a bad neighborhood mm-hmm. and like not understanding why they shouldn't be wearing AirPods, holding their phone. Looking at their phone. Literally FaceTiming somebody oh, no. while, while talking about, well, I don't understand why my card got declined. I have $200,000 in my checking. <laughs> Like that oh, level no. of it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then they're like, "Oh, this guy will help." And it's like, it's a, it's a man literally on a dilapidated boat, just screaming at the top of his lungs. And then they yeah. walk up to a crackhead and like, "Well, he seems like a nice guy." Like, yeah. "Oh, is that a dead body?" And it's like, it's a crackhead who's like, "You need to leave." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what? like he's actually you helpful. You're writing me a book that I would read. Yeah, like he's this actually a book being I helpful. Would read. And it's just it's just like some lady who's recently divorced, who's on her Stella got her groove back, mm-hmm. who is in North Philly at this point. Well, yeah, because she went back to school. The river is Broad Street. Okay, great. Um, and then on top of that, like they're they're trying to get back to they're trying to get back to the China Star, which is just the the only landmark they know. Yeah, is a yellow sign Chinese restaurant where they felt safe one time because it had really good lo mein. Yeah, but this it, is a very personal story. Yeah, too, it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like the time I got really hammered at my friend Jen's house, and she gave me twenty bucks to go get low main, and I almost died fifteen times. But you know what I did from after that experience? What? I grew as a person, <laughs> and you didn't go back. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I feel like Kara mm-hmm. and Simon. Yeah, they didn't really grow from this at all. Beyond yeah. realizing, hey, don't listen to Florida Man with warrants. <laughs> So that's kind of like my general feeling. Well, thank you so much for letting me read this book at you from yeah. my brain. I will say, let's see. This is what? This is our fourth one? I don't, yeah, four. Yeah, this is our maybe. fourth, right? The first one was The Blood Train. Mm-hmm, Blood Train. After that was what, Mermaids? 
Mermaids. And what was the one after that? Little Red Riding Hood one. Oh, Little Red. Okay, I like this. I think, I think I like this definitely more than Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, for sure, I did too. I like this a lot more than that. I don't know if I liked it more than Blood Train though, because I Ooh. feel like Blood Train at least like the motivations made more sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like why did you walk in there? That's the thing. It's like as it kept going. I mean, honestly, literally, once they came across the dead body. Yeah, I'm right? done. And then kept going. Never. It's like, here's the thing. You either stop. Yeah. Close the wall. Block it up. <clears throat> block it up. Yeah. Or go get help. It's literally just like every scary movie where like something's happening and they run upstairs instead of out of the house. Yeah. Why the fuck would you run upstairs? Yeah, exactly. You run out of the house. Exactly. Oh my God. And so just from the opening scene I, of being like, I'll just keep going. I was like, why? And then I, they went back. They yeah. went in and got snacks and they went back. Yeah, honestly- Honestly, I think the thing that most upsets me besides them being dumb yeah. is that they survived. I think them actually surviving weakens the book. I think them because surviving be- is more true to life because only the dumbest people seem to get That's far true. in life. Yeah. No, I get that. All the really smart people are... <sighs> See, but that was the thing. That was the one thing I was starting to like about it in that cosmic horror level, which is the idea in a lot of these books. Like, you think you escape, but in reality, you're just like an ant... Yeah. Running across, you know, a kitchen counter and you think you 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 dodge the fly swatter. Yep. Not realizing that they have a can of raid yep. and are about to spray everything. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like you're this tiny little thing in a world that's beyond your understanding. Yep. Like and if that thing wants to kill you, like it's going to kill you. Or not. Well, yeah, in this case it was like, no, it was actually just a piece of willow bark that's been carved. It's like fuck off. Like <sighs> I'm going to say this. It was entertaining and I enjoyed it more, especially versus some of the other things I tried to read. And I just knew that you needed to hear an evil willow story. That's true. I, and honestly, here's the thing. If one of them had died. Okay. Stop trying to kill the character. No, no, no. But I'm just, I'm just going back to it. It's like, again, that the fact they both made it out. Yeah. You know, like also maybe not have Kara be the main character or if it had been three characters, mm-hmm. you know, so there's one that is horrifically killed. Because everything else, nothing else actually besides Studevant, mm-hmm. right? And there's the kids inside the buses. Yeah. Right? Those ones are the only two things they actually saw. Yeah. Everything else is described to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, you know, like the guys being peeled, all those different things, the bones, all that different stuff that's being described to them. So again, it's not happening to them. Yeah. So like, I like... Even the fucking army guys. Like, I would have loved to have seen the army guys because it's like that Natalie Portman movie where they go into the portal. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that whole thing. Like, something like that. Like, I just feel like I get what I get what the author's going for, which is I'm trying to create a character that people can relate to more. Let's talk about this. How do you compare it to mermaids? Honestly, it made me look better at mermaids. <laughs> yes! Honestly, <laughs> woo! Honestly, that is what I wanted to hear. Mermaids, mermaids are up to notches. It so far it goes blood train mermaids, the hollow places. Yeah. Murder willows. Yep. And then the writing 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 hood book. Yeah. I love it. 10 out of 10. 
10 out of 10. This has been episode four of Mrs. Promania's Book Club. We will have a new episode for you coming whenever this I, Sunday uh, Oh, regular. for our regular, regular yeah, show. Yeah, I was like, whenever I finish the next book. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Have yourself a wonderful evening and good luck with the rest of your work week. Boo boo! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 